Welcome to the Mostly Pot Out at Night. Mostly, I am Salem, joined by my co-host, Graveyard. Hello. This is episode 21 of our weekly All Things Horror podcast. Tonight we'll be going into our second week of the 13 Slays of Christmas. This week we are discussing inanimate objects come to life. Uh, starting with Jack Frost 1 and then Jack Frost 2, the ginger dead man. Not doing all of them, just the first one. Yes. And the newest entry on the list is The Killing Tree, which just came out this year. Um, technically, there are spoilers, but um, I mean, no spoilers needed, as you know what you're getting yourself into. With this thing, yes, so. that's very, with these movies, very accurate. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, if you don't want The Killing Tree spoiled for you, don't listen to that, but I don't know why you would care. Yep. Um, but anyway, we're going to uh, do our normal pattern here for the movies. Uh, we're going to do these in chronological order. Yep. Close enough. Close enough. Yeah, they're in chronological okay. order. Yeah. Okay. Chronological order. The first movie would be Jack Frost. You mean the one with Michael Keaton? No. No, not that one. <laughs> That's the one they made a year later to pretend like this one never existed. Yes, I'm sure it confused a lot of people when they went to the, the movie when it came out. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so we'll, we'll recap it. Do you want me to start? Do you want to start? Yeah, yeah we'll just, yeah, we'll just tag team these because these are, some of them are painful to watch. Let's go with that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, essentially, um, yeah, so there's like this mean killer guy, right? Yes. Uh, whose name is actually Jack Frost. Yep. Um, and he's being like executed so he's being transported to the prison to be executed that night. He's supposed to be executed in like an hour, which doesn't make any sense because right. he should be on death row already. In death row, like they have the the you know the method to kill them on the row. But yes, and whatever. ironically enough, he going through the town where he was caught and killed a right. lot of people. Of course, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, it's very. You know, and of course, it's a, a a town in the middle of nowhere. Uh, we'll get into that in a second. Anyway, yeah. So, yeah, so he's traveling. Um, they show a scene where he, like, attacks his jailer and kills him. I don't know why. I think just to show that he's a big, strong, bad guy. Right. He's he's um, He reminds me of a mix of uh, Jack Nicholson playing Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> um, I mean, he's just, he's just bad. I mean, <laughs> that's <laughs> just how it is. Uh, so, yeah, so essentially... Um, that, uh, you know, prison transport, like, armored truck thing, uh, crashes into a, uh, a genetic engineering tanker truck that's transporting <laughs> some kind of genetically modifiable acid of yeah. something. Um, yep. so they, like, yeah, they crash into each other because Jack Frost is trying to, like, attack the driver, um, so he swerves into this truck, they you know, land, and they get exploded or whatever. <laughs> um, and then the, you know, the one the one guy dies. No, the one guy was dead, I think. I he, kill, he kills the jailer in the back. Like, we don't see yeah. how he how it happens. He asks for a smoke of the cigarette, and then he goes, okay. And the next thing you cut to is he's dead. <laughs> and he's right. trying attacking yeah. the guys driving the, the guard truck, the transfer truck. 
Right. Yeah. So like, um, yeah, he like yeah, tries attacking him. Whatever you know, things happen, and this genetic acid sprays out all over Jack Frost, who then melts into the snow. Right, and we get our first glimpse of the awesome CG of the '90s in this, where we see like the molecular level of like his blood fusing with like the crystals in the snow. Right, right. So yeah, so then he like melts into the snow, and then they're like, "Oh, he's dead." And then he like it's they show the snow rolling around, and it's very clearly a person underneath like a cotton blanket. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, just wiggling around. It's supposed to be under the snow, but it's very obviously a cotton blanket with a bunch of fake snow all around. Uh, which very is supposed much. to just supposed to show that he's coming back. Um, right. We don't we don't see him. No, but he also we hear him speak, and then the remain guards get kind of killed off screen. Right. Yeah. So then they all you know like all points bulletin. They need to get this guy under control. Um, some guy comes in who pretends to be like the FBI, but he's actually just like a guy hired by the lab that created the genetic acid stuff. Yeah. Um. So he comes in and he's trying to take over the whole thing, and then he teams up with this you know, geeky science guy from the lab. You know, they need to get this guy because he's like he survived this genetic process thing, so they need him as a test subject. Yes, geeky, geeky lab survived. guy is one of those guys. Like, hey, I seen him in other things. Yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> you, didn't rec- yeah. you didn't recognize him. Well, I mean, I've seen him around, but yeah, he's not. Yeah, unimportant. Anyway, um, so yeah, they they're looking around for him. They can't find him, and meanwhile, he makes his way to the town. Um, I believe that, Snowmanton. Uh, yeah, Snowmanton. Is the name yes. of the town, uh, which is apparently in the middle of a valley, um, so like there's no way in or out. Yeah. So like, yeah. When, the, when Jack Frost gets there, who does who does he kill first? Does he kill that couple? He kills the old man that they find. Like, oh, so right, so right. we have the sheriff. The sheriff of this Podunk town is the one that happened to to capture Jack as he was going through. And like they said, Jack left like a trail of 38 bodies along the way. And he's just like, oh, it's finally happening. You know, he was driving through the snow and realizing it's midnight. It's over. Jack's dead. Um, but they, yeah, they go to see, they find an old man. Like, he, you know, his son makes him something on the stove. We'll find out later what that is. And he brings it with them. He goes in there, like, this better not be emergency to like the receptionist. Someone better have died. Better not have died. She had to look like someone is dead. And it's the old man. He's essentially frozen solid with. Here's the, here's the gag really throughout the entire movie. No snow anywhere on the ground. Oh, no. Okay. There is snow sometimes on the ground, but it's very clearly just like rolled out like cotton sheeting. Yes. Um, I mean, to the point where they're split, they have like like snow hanging from the eaves of the houses. And it is very clearly just the same cotton sheeting, like cut in like icicles. <laughs> yes. And I mean, it's, it's extremely, extremely bad. I mean, even when they have like, um, snowmen, the snowmen are not even close to being real. They're just like styrofoam balls dusted with like 
Oh, and there's know, there's snow. Yeah, they're talking about how bad the roads are. The roads are perfectly clear. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they're talking about how long it took him to dig out his driveway, and there's yeah, there's now no snow on the road at all. Correct. And when they're building, as 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 the sheriff's driving through town, he passed you know goes through. We get like the local snow building contest, and you're right, they're made out of styrofoam. Um, and also, it's supposed to be really cold, and you can't see anyone's breath at all. Correct. So it is but, very obviously not cold. But we do get the best one of the best lines of this movie is what's the difference between snowman and snow women? And the it's answer changes. Yeah, the, the answer changes throughout <laughs> the movie. Sometimes yeah, but, I don't even answer it, but they they bring this joke up with like, I don't know, five times. Oh yeah. Someone was very proud of their joke. Apparently. Um but yeah, they find old man dead in his rocker, uh clearly frozen to death, head bent backwards but you know it looks like he was like it looks like he was smothered with something fluffy i believe is what their the coroner said or they determined i i don't remember <laughs> yeah matter. so then next is um the sheriff's son he's just a fantastic child actor uh, <laughs> the bully gets killed next um, oh, bully, okay, yeah. the bully come the bully comes up and starts you know harassing the sheriff's son, which is just so right. smart. The sheriff's son in his own driveway. Yes, like I don't. I mean, come on, man. And because you know that he, he's standing on the primo, you know, sledding hill. Like this is through my yard. Um. Yeah, all you do. My dad's a sheriff. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it should right. be all you have to say. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, um, but essentially, then he's they're sledding, and he gets the the bully gets pushed in the way of the oncoming sled and decapitates him. Right. You know, and the the the, the bully's parents accuse the son, the sheriff's son, of killing him. Like, like he's twice the size of him. He wouldn't do that. Well, he's twice the size of him. Not only that, but there was multiple people that witnessed this act. And then yes, after the act happened, those people completely disappeared and are never correct. mentioned again. Correct. Um. Yeah. So then, that after that is is the couple, which is the bully's parents. Who get who get over the death fairly quickly? Like the dad's upset, but not nearly as upset as he should be. And the mom like doesn't care at all. She's going about Christmas. Our son was just killed three hours ago. It's Christmas, right? <laughs> um, yeah. So the the parents are getting killed. What the dad is outside. I forget what was he doing. Shoveling or something, or he, no, he heard a sound or something. He was outside. Yeah. Um, and then, like, you know, Jack Frost is doing all his, like, amazing one-liners that I don't even care to remember. Right. Um, and then, but you see, like, this snowman sitting there. Uh, and then, like, of course, it never says anything when you're looking directly at it. But, like, as soon as the camera pans away, he starts saying all these one-liners. Um, yes. And then as soon as the camera's back on him, he's completely silent. Um, but, yeah, and then eventually the guy gets, like, Super close to him, um, and then I don't. How does he, he? Oh, yeah, he takes the axe and he puts the axe down his throat. Right. Yep. Yep. 
Yeah. So like yeah, the whole axe handle like all the way down into his stomach <laughs> through yes. his esophagus. Quite impressive. Yeah, somehow. Yeah, and then um, the the mom gets killed. Essentially, her face shoved into broken ornaments, and like a tree topper shoved into her head, so she'd be like a Christmas tree. Right. Yeah, and then he like covered her in lights. Yeah. Yeah. He is, you know, tis the season. <laughs> er, yeah. Uh, yeah. Then after that, that's when we get the. I think that's when the manor shows up and. Uh, the scientists show up and they put the town in 24 hour curfew, you know, telling people, Hey, everyone needs to gather up. No one's believing them. Um, and I believe one of the snowman is killed when he gets out of his car. And then like genetically Jack's able to transmutate into like, you know, liquid and then move about and then re-solidify himself um, right. they they go back and look at the cruiser, and he reaches his hand in after they see the death, and the sheriff's like, "Oh, it's wet," and like feeling the seat, right? You know, showing that something was there that was cold and melted. Um, you know, so then it's just you know questioning whether there's lob back and forth between you know the FBI agent, the scientist, uh, and the sheriff. Uh, meanwhile, the bully's older sister, which is Shannon Elizabeth, in her first movie debut, is out to go, what goes into the sheriff's house, I believe. Yeah, she is. She is DTF in this movie. She is. She is all about getting down. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like her, her her one <laughs> one faceted character is just all about getting it on with this one dude. That's it. That's all. Yes. That's all she's like there for. And she yep. is laughably bad. Oh, absolutely bad. She she it has the same character or the same uh plays the same character as she does in like scary movie. Like the over the top horror cliche. And that's just, that's what she's playing, I feel, in this movie, as it was. Well, I'm pretty sure they told her to ham it up. Oh, absolutely. Because essentially she, you know, wants to fuck, but she's like, I have to have my wine with ice or champagne <laughs> with ice. Right. And has to have all like these snacks. And she goes and starts taking a bath in the sheriff's house. Right. As you do. Right. That's how you get your revenge for the sheriff's son killing your brother. Well, after the hilarious scene of them stripping all of their winter clothes off, which was. Yes. Yes. Um, so essentially she goes into the tub and then uh, I believe we essentially get like a Michael Meyer-esque kill with the boyfriend of like the he shoots ice colds from him and kind of like stabs him through the wall or into the door and kind of up a little bit like you know the, the knife from Michael Myers killing the boyfriend mm-hmm. and has him hanging there. Uh, and then Jack goes up, puts his hand to the water, and then, you know, uh, becomes, becomes the water. Bath water. Yes. Becomes a bath water. And then re-solidifies. And I'm I'm just looking at the synopsis. I didn't get this. Um, trapping her, so covering up her boobs and ass, but apparently he's raping her while 
comically uh, bashing her head into the wall. I, don't I mean, think- what did you think was happening in this scene? <laughs> I mean, he's like thrusting his giant fluffy snowball body against her when she was like trapped against the wall. And he was like moaning and stuff while he was doing so. And it was a, a scene that was way too long. Like, what did you think was happening? (laughs) Did you think it was a very long, drawn-out strangling or something? I thought he was just bashing her head against the back of the wall over and over to kill her. Just comically bad. I mean, mean, yeah, it's it's all comically bad regardless. (laughs) I just, I, it, I've seen this, I saw this movie that came came out on DVD, straight to DVD, VHS, and I never put that together. 25 years later. Well, I mean, it's not done well. I mean, right. If, if you're looking for nuance here, it is not, you're not going to find yeah. it. But yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's Oh, now I have to look at that differently. Happening. Now I have to watch it again just for that. <laughs> and they didn't do too good of a job covering up her butt because you do see it. That's fair. That's fine. Um, so what? So then essentially, uh, you know, Jack Frost is, going out and then they find out that you know they explain what the chemical was and they talk about like a human soul existing and it's just some chemical and they're going to preserve human DNA in the chemical in case there's a nuclear holocaust and they're supposed to revive people back from that yeah it's just a, it, I think it's just a very lame attempt to like sciencey explain how this is possible because science yeah, yeah or like yeah. why they would do something like <laughs> So they're trying to like, yeah, give you the something like that. That's yeah, play. that's interesting. Um, so you know, Jack Frost starts coming into the you know everyone everyone that's left is holed up at the sheriff's office, and they think they're going to block up the place, and they go, oh look, we he can melt and come into the water and all the stuff. So you know, he essentially. Um, comes in, and then, uh, well, they keep moving doors. So, like, he, he's doing it to the front door. So then they move to like a side room. He does it to the side room, and then they move another door to like the the jail room. Right. And we had like the POV of Jack while he's looking for him as the sheriff's trying to like reach to a key to unlock something and get guns. And they, you know, they try shooting him. Obviously, doesn't do anything. Um, so eventually, then they what do they do first? Is, is this when they try uh, to blow them up? Yeah. So that yeah, they basically get all like the aerosol and like fuel sources in the place. So like when they have the last room that they're in is the jail room. So all they have left is a window. So they they're gonna leave out the window, but they're gonna like make a trap. To yeah. try to kill him, so yeah. The, while he's like melting through the door, which takes a while, um, they right. like spray all these aerosols and dump like the fuel on the ground or whatever to like make a kind of bomb. Um, so then they all like escape out the window as he comes through the door, and then as he gets to the window, um, <laughs> Manners, the FBI guy, points his gun at the window and then says. <laughs> Remember to let the cat out, which yes. I mean, there's no cat mentioned or seen in this movie at all. I don't know. They were trying to have a cool one-liner and just 
put random words in it. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, it's memorable. It's it's enough for it to be the title of this episode. Well, I, I, rem- I remembered it because I was like, what? <laughs> I thought I misheard it. And I had to actually rewind it and listen to it again. Like, no, that's what he said. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so he shoots it and it explodes and then, you know, chunks yeah. of snow and slush go everywhere. So they, they, they kill him. Right. Um. And then, of course, they don't. Um, and then he comes like back together like a T one thousand. Yes. Um, and then he's like all in like jumbled order, which they Look, did Ma, just I'm a Picasso. Yeah, they did for that stupid <laughs> joke, and then he immediately <laughs> reformed normally. Uh, yes. Yes. Um yeah, so then it like, you know, continued with the fight. Um, and then some people they got split up, some people went in like the sheriff's car, some people went in this other building church, I believe. Yeah. And so, yeah, they were in the church cause they were going to try to trap them in the boiler of the church, which is a big, huge boiler. They had shown. Right. Which they made a point at some point that like the, the priest there was trying to get the boiler started. Just right. like the aerosol cans because the receptionist at, or the secretary at the sheriff's office is always doing her hair. So she always has aerosol cans and hair dryers, right. which they try to use to, essentially lure him into the furnace. Well, yeah, they force him back with the, with the, right. the hair dryers. Cause everybody has a hair dryer. Now. Yes. That's, like, a, that's that scene. That, like Aaron, Aaron pilot gun. There's like six of them and they all pull out a hair dryer. Right. And then they, he backs them down into the boiler and then he willingly steps inside of the boiler and then they close the door. Yeah. Um, and then he, yeah, he like gets out anyway. Um, yeah. And so then, yeah, they end up, because the sheriff goes back in his car to like drive home, and then he comes back and attacks him in the car, and that's when um, this bag of disgusting sludge that his o- son had supposedly made oatmeal, dinner, yeah, um, somehow like explodes or, or gets on him, and then he and burns starts, him. Like, yeah, it starts like melting and burning him, like it's actually in pain. Right. Um, so then he has to like, and so Jack Frost runs away for a minute. They like have to ask the kid, like, "What did you put in it?" What'd you put the kid, in? The fucking moron. And he's like, <laughs> oh, well, I didn't want you to get cold, so I put antifreeze in it. Right now, keep in mind, he was cooking this on the stove, <laughs> and I'm not one to try this out. I would imagine if you put antifreeze, which is you know coolant. On a burner, you know, it, it's, it's explosive, right? It, it heats up. You can't, that's why you can't open up your radiator. That It would be well, a it, toxic fume. That wouldn't be a toxic fume. I mean, it, it explodes out of your radiator because like, Pressure. It's, it's like heat and it'll turn into steam. Right. So it'll burn you. But it won't, like, catch on fire. But it's yeah, extremely poisonous. Right. I can't imagine the vapors or the fumes coming off of this oatmeal. Would the, I don't think the kid would be alive. I mean, most, most likely not. But, I mean, if you mix it into oatmeal, I guess. Well, um, I mean, maybe this, may, maybe the antifreeze fumes is what makes a kid act the way he does. The rest I, of don't, the I don't know. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, so then they, they figure out, like, oh, antifreeze hurts him. So then they yeah. send the shopkeeper into his shop to get all the antifreeze he has, and they put, like, a tarp in the back of a pickup truck. Yes. And they fill it up with antifreeze like it's a pool. Yep. Um, and then they go up to the roof and they lure Jack Frost there and then they like knock him into the antifreeze and then he like melts like the Wicked Witch of the West. 
yeah, into now, the antifreeze. Now, Sheriff is Sam, right? And he gets a couple of icicles in him, so he's kind of pinned to Jack Frost, and he dives him into, you know, the the pool of antifreeze, where then he's melted, and then they seal up. They, they take all the antifreeze and put it into containers and bury it like two feet in a grave. Right. And you can see that the antifreeze is still bubbling. Correct. Alluding to that this isn't a permanent solution. Right. Jack could still come back. Yes. All right. So end of movie. What are your what are your first thoughts on this masterpiece, graveyard? (laughs) Uh this is oh man, how many times have I watched this? I may have watched this at least ten times. Um my first thoughts, uh, quite honestly, was this is like I said, 97, 98 when this came out. It's when I was finding all the schlocky, like Attack of the Killer Tomato movies and stuff like that, critters, munchies, and stuff like that. So, my first thought was it was interesting to see this is kind of like the first Christmas horror movie I had seen that wasn't Black Christmas or if you want to count Gremlins, even. Um, but I thought it was very 90s in its execution. And, I mean, I I thought it was, you know, this is the height of Mystery Science Theater 3000. I thought this would be perfect for it. So I really enjoyed it, my first watch in the late 90s. Now, what about you, Sam? Now, this probably hasn't been the first time you've seen it. Maybe the first time all the um, way through. Yeah, I mean, it's it's something that's been on in the background, like, a few times. Yeah, I don't remember like any of it. I, okay. I kind of sort of remember Shannon Elizabeth in the bathtub, but I remember it completely differently. Right. I don't know if it was because I was under the influence, <laughs> or if I don't, I don't know, or if I was just younger and my brain processed it differently. I don't know, but I know I've seen at least parts of this before, and this being this is the first time I've actually like sat down to watch the whole. Now, what's your what's your first thought? Do you think it's Close to the vein of like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. I mean, I guess it's just. I mean, yeah, the first first thought I get <laughs> is like, "Wow, you are trying way, way too hard." Like this movie is just not good in in like any way. It was very very hard for me to focus. <laughs> I had to constantly keep like stop myself from trying to do other things while it was on. Um, I, mean, I, I kind of tried to keep myself busy with just pointing out all the ridiculous crap that was happening, <laughs> like how unrealistic and everything was. And I mean, I get the movie's not trying to be realistic, but it, no, it's it it's. I think it's trying to. I, I think it's trying to be a black comedy. Honestly. Yeah, and it failed. I mean, but what do we have in 1997 before then is black comedies. Would, would you say a lot of them didn't weren't successful anyway? Um, I mean. Here's the thing. This is the this is what I think. This is these are the kind of movies that like turned me off to horror and why I eventually stopped watching horror <laughs> altogether. Is these kind of movies I don't like. I don't like very very campy, like cheesy, like comedy horror movies. Yeah. And this time period was like everyone was trying to make them, and they everybody thought they were so funny and so hilarious. Like nobody, like all these people that had never watched like real good horror movies were trying to say these were good movies, and it was very upsetting. 
<laughs> I was very <laughs> angry because all of the like the real like horror movies of this time were like fading into the background and all these like horrible schlocky junk movies were coming to the forefront. Yeah. And I just and I, like everybody that w- wanted to like watch horror movies wanted to watch these crap movies. And I well, and again I was just getting very very tired of it and so whenever I see movies like this I just I don't like well, I mean, at this point in time, horror became a parody of itself for the most part. It really oh. did. And yeah, I mean, that that's and that's a fair reason to have gotten out of horror at the time period you did, because you are correct. These co- movies like this were very, very, very commonplace. Um, and I would even say with, you know, Comedy Central and sci-fi, when they started doing movies, we got these type of movies out of it, too. Yeah, and don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, yeah, this can be done well. I mean, it, it's it's a formula that can work. It just so very right. It's you know again, you have to try. You have to do the work to make it good. You know, you could with the same budget and make a decent movie, but no right. one ever tries because they can just do a half-assed job and people like it just the same. Oh yeah, this 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 movie has definitely obtained the cheesy can't you be cult classic status right um so what about highlights for you um in the police station they had uh like the crime scene tape yes they like cut it into little snowmen (laughs) so it was like they had like garland of little snowmen made out of crime scene tape i thought that was pretty cute there that's fair uh yeah, that's about it i mean they did uh they did some fun stuff with the music they had like these like darker versions of like normal oh yeah christmas songs i thought that was pretty interesting i mean they weren't done well they would like they were done it sounded like they did it on like a casio keyboard you know? <laughs> they yeah. were still fun they're still like you know slightly darker versions of like the, they kind of reminded me of green green jelly parodying other bands like Smashing Pumpkins doing a Christmas horror song. Uh, some of it. Yeah, some of it sounded like that only a Muzak version. Right. But you know what I mean? Like, you can, you, like, so, there's one song too that's just stuck out. It sounded like it could have been Smashing Pumpkins. Like, the vibe of it. Huh. Um... No other highlights for you? No. Nope. I'm Shan Elizabeth Butt. I mean, sure. Okay. What about low points? I more felt bad for her. <laughs> I felt bad that she had to be in this movie and show her butt in this movie. That's fair. Well, uh, let, let's, let's stick to let's let's stick to one or two low points for each of these movies. Uh oh man. Um, I mean, like. I mean, the snow, the cold, we already went over that, but I mean, that's just ridiculously stupid. Like, they didn't even try to, like, yeah. make it match up. They just, like, they had people saying, like, oh, there's so much snow, and then there was nothing. Nothing at all. It was nothing right. that this, matches what they were saying. And in in this Los Angeles, California. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, just the, the Jack Frost, like, effects. Yeah were so, so bad. I mean, they were so bad that the first, like, I want to say up until, like, the sheriff station, they didn't even show him move. 
They didn't even like show any movement at all. Whenever they showed him on screen, he was completely still, like pretending yes. to be a snowman. And then whenever the camera would move away, he would like that's when he would move, or that's when he would save his one liners and stuff. And then like when a kill happened, it would just be like, um, you know, it would show like you know something in the background, and then they would just like splash like blood on it. Yes, that was it. There, there was no like actual showing of anything. So like, not only was it a bad slasher that didn't even have like the kills or like you know the cool like bodies that they usually have. They didn't even have that. Well, it was almost like uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Five, where they they censored it so much that all you can get is like maybe part of the act and the blood splash and that was it. And realistically they do that a lot in like Supernatural or I'd say I'd say other late 90s early 2000s horror TV shows where you know they're trying to keep that you know PG-13 rating for TV. Well, they're just they're just trying to keep costs down. Well, <laughs> that's that all they're doing. Like there's lots of there's plenty of swear words enough in this movie to make it rated R no matter what. Yes, they could have done whatever they wanted to. They were doing that because they're cheap. Because the blood didn't even look like blood; it looked like Kool Aid. Yeah, it looked like red Kool Aid. Yes, blood is blood is very watery. Didn't you know that? Yeah. I mean, I yeah, I could I could I could <laughs> go on forever about the low points in this movie. Yeah, stop. Yeah, I mean, I I I agree with you on the low points. Um, maybe. You know, hell no. Like, but if they're gonna show the snow, like I said, around the snowman, you can, are you okay? They use all the snow in the street to make the snowman. Fine. Okay. Sure. Okay. Here, I would give you that one if the only snow that they showed on the street was directly underneath the snowman. Okay. Okay. What snow would they use first? The snow that's right next to them. Why would they use everything in a radius around them, but that not inside of the circle that they're building the snowman? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's they tried. I feel, and I'd say that they, I'd say they very tried to show a reason for all the stuff. Like, oh, she uses aerosol cans and hair, you know, hairspray and you know, a hair dryer, and those do come into effect later. The oatmeal that they want there, so they very, they, I think they're decent at foreshadowing what was going to be there. But like the snow effects, yeah, those are very lacking. So, is this on your naughty or nice list? Uh, naughty, Definitely. naughty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Give it some coal and set it on fire. Well, it doesn't kill Jack Frost. We'll just make I'll eyes. find. A, I'll find a way. <laughs> um. That's it. It's it's it's. I'd say it's borderline down the middle for me. Nolly and nice. I like I said, especially with riff tracks or mystery science theater. Um, I do watch this just for a good laugh around this holiday, just because it's so cheesy and campy. But as we know, no, I love cheesy and campy. So you know that's why I'd be leaning towards the nice side for me, just for that. Uh-huh. But I, I do enjoy that. I know you do. <laughs> Uh, so for this rating, we're doing number of snowballs out of 10 because of the joke. So how many snowballs out of 10 would you give this movie? Uh, this movie gets two snowballs out of 10. And the only reason to get to two is because 
the next one is even worse. And I didn't want to give it the same number. I wanted to make sure it was even less than this one. Okay. Um, I'm going to the six. Six. It's six. Yeah. Just because I do, I do watch it often enough to to have it close to our. Are, are kind of our cutoff thing of like seven that we kind of established of rewatches. I don't rewatch it every year. Um, I do watch it often enough. Do you always watch the MST3K version? Uh, since they did it, yes. Okay. Yes, they didn't do it on MST3K. They did it for Rift Tracks. Oh, I'm sorry. Because this was towards the end of Mystery Science Theory 3000. But never, yeah, I'm sure it would have made it to this. To Mystery Science Theory. I think the newest, I think the newest one they did was, uh, was it Werewolf with um, Martin Sheen? Huh. <laughs> Something like that. Or Soul Taker. No, Soul Taker, yeah, that was the newest one they ever did. For Mystery Science Theory with Martin Sheen. Thing that came out like 1996. Can't say I've seen it. Yeah. Alright, so you want me to go over Jack Frost 2 Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman? Uh, if you want. I mean, I can... That doesn't matter. I've, I've, okay. I've seen them all. Um, yes. So Jack Frost 2 starts with uh, the sheriff is now like, basically has like PTSD about yeah. what happened. So it's now a year later. It's for Christmas. Um, and they decided that, uh, well, his wife decided for him uh, that because he's going through all this stuff, they're going to spend Christmas on a Caribbean island. Yes. Um, so they have like this scene where he goes to um, his psychiatrist and goes over the story again. And, like, of course, like, everyone in the office is, like, overhearing it, you know, while he's saying it. They're all laughing at him. Right, because that because the, the good psychologist so put puts on the speakerphone so everyone in the next room can hear it. That's right, good right. patient confidentiality. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, just <laughs> making fun of him that this you know evil snowman, you know, came and killed people. So, like, of course, right. he's got like PTSD about that. Nobody believes him. Yeah. So the wife decides, yeah, we're going to go spend Christmas um, on a Caribbean island. She's like, oh, what about our kid? And she's like, oh, he'll be fine. And that's it. The kid is never mentioned. Again. Well, I mean, he did try killing the dad the last one with AI. Well, yeah, I mean, he's an <laughs> idiot, but like he was still. How old was he in that first movie? I feel like eleven. Right. So now he's twelve, and you're going to leave him alone for Christmas while you go to a Caribbean island. Yes. A year after they were attacked by a snowman, yes. and people died all around him. Like the kids traumatized. Like the snowman killed and decapitated a child right in front of him. <laughs> And a year later, you're just going to see you later. Well, I mean, I I feel like everyone who survived that would all have been in some sort of therapy. Right, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> that you shouldn't leave your child alone on the anniversary of this horrible fucking thing that happened. Yes. Whatever. That's, I mean... Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so they decided to go to this Caribbean island. They also show, um, somehow, the scientists from the lab found out where they buried... Um, Jack Frost. Yes. And so they take all the antifreeze and they put it in a big fish tank. Um, and they're like trying to do like tests to like pull 
um, the, the DNA out of the antifreeze or something. I mean, they don't. I guess they don't really explain what they're doing, but that's what they're doing. Um, and they're not successful at all. And then one of the scientists leaves his cup of coffee on top of the aquarium, and then this dopey guy is like mopping. The lab. He bumps into it three bumps, times. Yeah, he bumps into it multiple times until the coffee falls into the aquarium, and that somehow brings Jack Frost back to life. Out of the antifreeze. Now, when I when I saw that scene, I felt like it was supposed to be a one bump thing, and it just didn't fall. So you had to keep doing it until it actually fell in. Well, okay, well, that guy was in the first movie too. Was he? That guy. Well, if if you notice, it was one of the running gags they had in the first movie. Is he's wearing that big orange goofy, you know, furry hat? Yeah. Um, if you watch the first movie, he shows up in the background of like, I don't know, every other shot. Okay. He's always like walking past in the background with like something big and heavy, or he's always like walking in and out of a door, and he's always got the same big orange hat. He's in the first movie like a whole bunch of times. Interesting. I didn't catch that. Yeah. I mean, I was trying to focus on anything but what was happening. Well, also to be said that the secretary and the deputy also are going to the Caribbean because they're getting married. Well, yeah, that's the reason why they're going. That they're getting married, and then that he's supposed to be the best man, so that's why they're yeah. Whatever. Um, so they get to this Caribbean island. Um, Jack Frost apparently like stows away on the plane somehow. Um, so anyway, they get to this island and they go to this like. A resort, um, and it's run by like this, um, what old timey like English, like military colonel guy. Yes, the English that would be have sat in Egypt in 1920. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're talking like like uh, an Englishman that was in charge of like the Indian occupation, like yes, that era of English military is what this. Guy yes, is, very is much so. Like. And he's yes. like has the same uniform and everything. And the, and the like the the like the fighting chops, you know the the have at you, right, right. <laughs> yes. And then there's like uh, the the Caribbean like bartender guy who obviously has like a fake Caribbean accent. Yes. Um, Captain Fun, who is exactly what he sounds like. Um, yeah. So there's all these people at the at the at this resort, and they get off, and of course there's like. All these young college girls. Um, there's like these models that are there for a photo shoot. Yep. Um, like the, I mean, there's a whole bunch of other people that are there, but those are like the they're just for body counts, right? Right. Um, so yeah, so they you know go in there and they're all like you know drinking and trying to have fun um, with Captain yeah, Fun. Yeah, with Captain Fun because you know the dad is the sheriff is kind of like you know obviously like not doing well, right? No, he is. He is. <laughs> Fucked up, and yeah. Like he is, like he has got <laughs> severely PTSD, and it's like that, you know, that time of year where it's going to affect him the worst. And they're, yeah. they're like everybody else is just like abandoning him to go party, including his yep. wife. So he's like kind of moping, and Captain Fun is like trying to like cheer him up, and it's it's ridiculously bad. It's anyway. So yeah, they they, they decide to go to bed, and then I believe Jack Frost kills um, all the. The college girls, right? Yeah. So, uh, be- before that, he kills. He's he's following them, but he kind of goes up on shore and he kills some people in a raft. All oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. They're like guys that were like 
I don't know. Fleeing Cuba for America? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Right. Um, but then, yes, then he goes and starts killing uh, the college girls. Like, you know, they don't have any ice, but he's the ice in the cooler. And she's wants some iced coffee. And then they made this whole sexual oh, that's not joke. Yet. That's the models. Oh, that's the models. That's the models. These college girls were um, fighting over because there's three girls and there was two guys that they met. And they're fighting oh, they're over, fighting who can bone who. Yeah, who, who was going to be able to bone the other guys and who was going to not get one. I mean, they could have very easily shared. There's a, yeah, that, that's a simple solution. I know. For a college <laughs> girl, it's a time for experimentation. Very easily shared between you. Yes. Okay. Anyway, so they go off like one by one to go look for these guys. And, of course, they get killed off one. Yep. Um, yeah, I think he drops like a snow anvil on one of them. Um, yes. I mean, they're just, just dumb shit. Anyway, so they all get killed. And then the next morning... Um, they find the dead bodies and they're trying to like hide it because the English guy wants them. Like if, if people find bodies there, um, they're going to not want to go to his resort. So he's like Correct. trying to hide it. Well, and who we introduce them to. Yeah. So then he gets the, the head of security of the Island who is manners. Who's the same guy that was the agent in the first movie, but it's played by a different actor. Very much. so. Yes. And who is now <laughs> has an eye patch. Because he got stabbed in the eye. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah, they call him in, um, and they just, you know, other people see the dead body, and they're like, oh, no, no, it was a shark attack. Or right. whatever. And they pay the people off, and they just, you know, try to, you know, sweep it under the rug. Um, so the sheriff sees the bodies. Uh, the sheriff, I guess, kind of eventually figures out that Manners is the same Manners. Yeah. Um, somehow. I don't know. I don't know how they figured it out, but they figured it out. Um, so he starts getting worried that Jack Frost is there simply because there's dead bodies there. So, you know, again, it's PTSD is like controlling his life at this point. Well, I think Manners starts to believe him too. Like he, cause he's a survivor too. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I think he thinks it's a possibility, but he's not going full on yet. Whereas the sheriff is like full on. Right. And no one else that's there. There's three other people with him other than manners that survived and don't think it's anything. Right. Yeah. They're just like, Oh, it's fine. It's fine. And then as like things progress. Um, yeah. And then it gets, the next one is, uh, the models. Um, so yeah, the models, like they're modeling snow equipment on a Caribbean it, Island in a bikini. Yes. Um, and yeah, and irony. Right. Yeah. And then like, yeah, the <laughs> photographer says like, Oh, like, you know, your nipples need to be in the shot or whatever. I don't know. He says some stupid, some stupid joke. About it. Yes. But so he goes to get ice for her to like, you know, make sure her nipples are in the shot. And of course, Jack Frost turns into the ice. And I mean, the sheer number of stupid one liners that happen <laughs> I mean, in really all of the scenes, but especially this scene, it is exhausting. It's just like nonstop. It's just like a string of just like stupid, like, you know, perverted one-liners after, I mean, does they keep going? Even when the other characters are talking, like they're talking about other things that are going on, he's still going on in the background. Yes. Like it's still, it's, it turns into like white noise. It's just, it's so stupid. Yeah. Um, 
Anyway, yeah, so he does so he does the ice thing and then yeah, then she wants iced coffee, so then he pretends to be the ice and he puts ice in the coffee. Um and then she drinks it and then um he explodes it. Well yeah, but she what is she she does something that upsets him. He starts she's or she was licking the ice, then she starts chewing on the ice. Oh yeah, I think because she was chewing the ice he got offended. Right. It was no longer sexual. It yeah, was hurting it was, too much. Right, or whatever. So then he decides to like turn back into Jack Frost, and he like explodes her. Yes, and then he kills the uh, the cameraman, and then the other model that was there. Yep. Um, and then at that point, I think that's when he starts dropping the temperature, right? Yeah. So he's yeah. They realize it, and then we find out. Yeah, he's starting to drop the temperature. Um, we find out that Captain Fun is actually. An undercover assistant with with manners and they start like yeah he starts freezing a little bit but like all three of them so the sheriff manners and captain fun start going like in disguise and start you know uh perusing and trying to find jack in this right but yeah i, I think that's but that's when like it he drops the temperature and it starts like snowing Right, and, and everybody they, is still refusing to believe that anything is wrong. They're just like, "Oh, it, well, it, I think it snowed on this island once, like a hundred years ago, so it's not something that's never happened." Right, and they just keep partying. They just like don't care. Yep, and yeah, essentially, then, yeah, like, did you turn on the air conditioner? This place doesn't have air conditioning. And they still don't believe. Right, yeah. That's like they still don't believe. Yeah, it gets to like ridiculous level. <laughs> and then um and then I think he yeah, he kills the woman by like freezing her in the pool. Yep. Um and then at that point they like they finally like start believing. Right. Then I think he, I think he kills a bunch of people just oh, the like, body count just yeah, he starts like killing people just out in the open. So then they're like, "Okay, well now we got to do something." And then um, they don't have yeah. any freeze, but then they realize, "Oh, we got this industrial coolant, which is the which same is the thing. same." So they like they take this fountain that's in the middle of the resort and they fill it up with industrial coolant, and then they like cover it with snow to pretend like it's not there. And then they use somebody as bait. Well, the the sheriff uses himself as bait, right? He has this connection with Jack Frost because his blood, when he was stabbed, went into the antifreeze. And so they have some sort of psychic connection now. Right. Yes. So, yeah. So, like, he lures him there. Jack falls into the antifreeze. He rolls around like he's melted and getting hurt. And then he just, like, he disappears into, like, marshmallow fluff. Yep. Um, But then he just, like, reforms himself and comes out. And he says, oh, like, oh, yeah, now I'm you know, better than ever, and they can't stop. Better, faster, stronger. Yeah, I'm immune to antifreeze now, and then he, like, coughs up this big, huge, like, snowball rock. Yep. And then leaves. Yes. Um, He becomes a father and then immediately runs. Well, we don't know it's a father (laughs) yet. He just just coughs up this big Uh, snow rock and then leaves, and then he's gone for, like, most of the rest of the movie. Yes. Um, I believe Manners goes to look for him, but that's it. Like, we don't see Jack Frost at all for, like, the next 30 minutes. Yes. Um, so then, like, they, we figure out that this ball that he coughed up 
uh, is actually like a little child Jack Frost thing. It's just like it looks like a snowball with like little arms. Yes. Um, yeah, and it like tries to eat people. And I mean, I don't know. I can't stress enough how stupid these things look. I mean, they <laughs> they really do. They look like like sock puppets. Uh, I mean, they, they don't even try to like animate them. They don't try no. to like make them move. I mean, uh, there's a whole there's bunch a of bunch them. of them on the yeah. road. They move them all at the same time on the stick or something like that. Right. So I mean, but it's like ridiculous. Like that. It's like you can see that someone is just like poking them. To make yeah. them move, like they're not even trying to put their hand in it. I mean, it's just it's it's so so bad. Anyway, I I think they have two of them that have mouth movements. So they, right. they're actual puppets. Right. Um, uh, yeah. So then they're like they're fighting these things. They like they all strap up in like pots and pans and shit to like go out and like try to capture these things. Well, um, first they first they try to figure out how to kill it. They, like try to put it in the blender. The oh, not, yet. No one. not yet. No. No. I thought that was after when, when Sam loses it. Well, they were trying to figure out a way to kill it, but they didn't. But they realized that they could capture them, so they decided to just go capture them and keep them in containers, so they wouldn't okay. hurt anybody. So they, they, yeah, they strap up in all their armor and stuff, and they go out and they're capturing them in like the spice containers. Yeah. Um. So they're tr- trying to capture as many as they can, and they realize there's way too many. There's a lot more than they thought there was. Um, so it turns into like this brawl kind of thing, and they're brawling like on a bar. Um, and there's like a bunch of them that were just sitting there like drinking cocktails and beer and beer. Um, yes. and then the one of them drinks one of the cocktails and then like explodes and dies. Yes. So they all regroup back in the kitchen because they basically got defeated by these things. And then they were like, okay, well, what's in this cocktail? Because it, it killed it. You've actually found something that'll kill it. Like, what is it? And they eventually figure out that it's bananas. Because? Yeah, because the sheriff is allergic to bananas. And, and because somehow, his blood is yeah. went, went into the antifreeze that they, that they got his allergy to bananas. Now, does that mean if he gets poked with banana, he explodes? I mean, that's a more severe allergic reaction than... I don't know. I've never seen it. Uh, it's possible. So then, yeah, they like they take all their bananas and they peel them all in this big pot and they make like a, I don't know, it's disgusting looking. Smoothie. They make, yeah, they make like a big smoothie and then they like, they go out and just like start splashing this smoothie all over the, and they kill all the things. Yeah. Um, and then they chase the last ones back into this like cabin in the woods kind of thing. Um, and then that's when they find Jack Frost again. Um, and like there's a big fight and they don't actually kill him and they somehow make it back to the resort and then like I don't know somebody does a hero thing and puts like a banana on an arrow and like shoots him with it and he blows up or something right so the thing is like Sam's the sheriff's wife got put in this box that has icicles he starts getting crushed and then Jack Frost forms around her and then Sam comes out of his PTSD and has a banana on an arrow and shoots him. And he explodes and there's fluff, marshmallow fluff everywhere on the ground trying to find her. Like oh, if she's yeah, still alive. Yeah, yeah. Right. Because yeah, like, he, he ate her. Right. Yeah. He, yeah. Clearly, like, it wasn't that thick. 
of stuff. There's not enough. It wasn't deep enough to hide a human body. I mean, yes, correct. Uh, but he finds her. Um. So yeah, that's that's essentially how it ends. Except, did you watch the the end credits? Yes, I did. Of Jack being alive, that there's two peop- two sailors on the supply boat coming to get them, and all of a sudden. A, a giant carrot drops onto them. Yeah. So. So yeah. funny. Ha, 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 <laughs> ha, ha. But I mean, it, it's no different than any other horror movie. They're trying to set up the bigger, badder threat. There's always that. Yes, but the like killer. the carrot was very obviously in like a bathtub. <laughs> and a carrot like hit a like a toy boat. I mean, it was. Yes. It's as bad as the rest of the movie. Yes. So uh, what are your so- first thoughts on this movie, buddy? <laughs> is, this, is this your favorite one you watch every year for Christmas, too? Um, I watched this when it came out, because I had to watch the sequel to it to see how how schlocky it was, how cheesy it was. Um, no, my, fir- my first thoughts seeing it, like I said, I was, I was young. I was 15, 16. And like I said, I didn't mind it. When, uh, you know, initially, but it's not something I rewatch often enough, or I don't watch often. Um, I really just stick with Jack Frost one. Um, for what it is, I mean, I think it parodies the idea of like the the sequel to a slasher movie is always hard to follow up. Most people could probably argue that the second one in the series tends to be the worst one, just because there's so much hype to live up to. You know, it's always trying to one-up itself. And I feel like it did that. Like, it tried to bring it to a different environment that you think Jack Frost wouldn't be able to survive in. And made it work the best they could. Well, okay. Well, they, I mean, they, as bad as the movies are, they should at least follow their own lore. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now, they were able to push him back with hair dryers. Yes. Now, they stated that the temperature down there was 100 degrees. I don't think a hair dryer can go past 100 degrees for a safety reason. Well, you know what I'm saying? Is that yeah. there is no possible way following your own lore from the first movie that he would be able to survive in that well, environment. Well, maybe the scientist did stuff to his antifreeze DNA. I mean... Sure, I'm just saying. I mean, they were doing science things. They had, they had spinners. They were shaking things and changing colors and liquids. <laughs> saying it's like you know, <laughs> you know, from one movie to the next movie, and you can't even follow your own basic lore. That's yeah, fair. Other than that, what was your first thought? <laughs> oh, this movie's terrible. I mean, I, I just <laughs> I could not wait for this movie to be over. I, was, I had to give up. <laughs> at a certain at a certain point, I was just doing other shit, and it was just out in the background. I would just you know try to look at it once in a while, but I couldn't make it. All, I couldn't make it all the way through this movie. It's too bad. Yeah, uh, like I said, it's it's it has a place. It it belongs on. Like I said sci-fi. It, it's like a precursor to Sharknado. Okay, you remember when? Um, you know, we're talking back in like the '60s when all those preachers and stuff were all talking about how bad the Beatles were. 
Yeah. And they like took all the Beatles records and put them on the ground and then they rolled the steamroller over them. Yes. Yeah, they should just do that with this. <laughs> they should just take every copy of it that exists and just destroy it. I see. So this is a beat alongside of uh, Tron Legacy. <laughs> Tron Legacy is not that bad. <laughs> I know. I know. But a lot of people well, think I, it is. Well, it, it is. It's not great. It's not as good as the original. But it had one, it has Olivia Wilde in it, in her prime. And two, it has a great soundtrack. Yeah. So, I mean, there, it's got two things going for it. It looks good. Yes. You know, I, I, well, there's not a whole lot of substance to it. It's mostly just flash, but I mean, yeah, I, I mean, there's there's good things about it. So, what do you think? Uh, we got a lot more CG in this one. The hot, hot, you know, hit. Oh, you want him animated? He's now diving into the ground. Okay, right? there was like there was like three <laughs> scenes where they used actual CGI. Well. Most CG in this era was horrible. Um, no, I mean this is the same era that Jurassic Park came up. Yeah, so <laughs> that's not true. They did not try very hard. Is what CG in horror movies? How about that? Uh, I mean the uh, CG in B horror movies. Correct. Okay, that's they did fair. not try very hard. Yeah. So. Um, I guess highlights for me. Uh, I mean, they try to explain some other things. I said, and the highlight is they did try to go bigger and and better, right? They always have that thing, and I think they took that idea of you know gremlins. There was I well maybe a dozen gremlins in the first gremlins movie, but in the second one there was like hundreds. Well, yeah, there was, def- there was definitely more in the second one, but I think there was, I mean, there was like, I don't know, there was maybe like 50. There was enough to fill up a movie theater. I mean, in a small town, that's probably like 50. That's right, with yeah. It. yeah. But yeah, there's so, definitely mean, more in the second one. I'll give- right, I feel like this is the this is the same formula. It's, 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 it tried to be bigger and badder, if you will. Not badder as horrible, but badder in the, the, the you know, Okay, the initial thing that you can use to kill the villain isn't going to work. And I think they hold true to that formula that exists in franchises. I mean, they do, but they like they double down on like Jack Frost being hilarious, right? Yes. So they they had this like nonsensical string of one liners, and like I said, they just keep going. I mean, yeah, most of the other franchises, you know, they'll have like one line, you know, or they might have two. They might have one before they kill them, and then one after. But he just like has this like ridiculously long string of them to the point where like it becomes like I said it becomes white noise and you can't even hear it anymore. It's just so stupid. I would uh, say his 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 dialogue was the same as Freddy's dead. Freddy became a huge parody of himself, and there's nothing but one. He, he did, but again, at least he followed the basic rule to where again he would have one like per kill or maybe yeah. two. This one, like, it was just nonstop. Like, while, while the entire scene is happening, he's just like keeps going with these stupid things. Uh-huh. It's ridiculously bad. And then, yeah. okay, they double down on all that, right? And then what yep. do they do? He just disappears for an extended yep. period of time. And then instead of his stupid one-liners, they have these little like snowballs that are doing baby talk. 
Well, I mean, the, baby like, talk for 30 minutes. I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm going to compare them to the idea of the Gremlins. Is that the same party scene that they had or the same party scene that we had in Gremlins 2? Yeah, but Gremlins was funny. Gremlins <laughs> had some animation. They did funny, interesting things. They killed themselves while doing it. I know. I'm just saying that that, that idea was translated down to this. That's, that's what I was just going with. All right, what about highlights for you, though? Uh, highlights? Uh, I don't, I honestly don't, I mean, when the movie ended. <laughs> honestly, with this movie, I don't, I can't even think of a highlight. There's nothing that I liked about this movie. That's fair. That's fair. Well, then, won't we go into your, uh, your low points? I mean, I've already gone over a whole bunch. You want me to keep going? <laughs> Uh no, it's it's fair. You said your <laughs> you said your piece on it. There you go. Um, yeah, I mean, I low points just just purely purely th- with slashers in mind and parodies and straight to DVDs or VOD stuff is the, for low like I said, low points is the fact that there's three other survivors, technically four other survivors with the sheriff. That went through the same shit. Like I can understand a new group of people because that always happens in franchises that you get because there's you have to have bodies. The new people not believing him, I absolutely agree with. The previous people should be in the same boat as him. I don't think he went through any more traumatic stuff than anyone else did that was there. No, other than he was the sheriff and was technically responsible for all those people, right? But I mean, but they still went through the same shit. <laughs> like they should, they should have believed him more. But maybe he went off the deep end. Maybe he has been spouting Jack Frost for an entire year, or maybe he pulled the Laurie Strode because it's the next. It's you know Christmas, and he has a traumatic stress over, just like Laurie Strode does over Halloween. Well, again, if if the time period was longer. Like if it, if this was like five or ten years later, yeah, it would be more acceptable. This is literally the next year. All right. They haven't even had a normal Christmas in between the previous movie and this movie. Yeah, like how are you going to tell them? Like, oh, you're just overreacting. This is the first anniversary of like a series of murders of yeah. like people that were his friends and neighbors. Yes, and like I don't understand how these other people could be totally okay with it, and they're, and they're again like judging him. Because he's upset about it, right? And that's my—that's why it's my low point. They should be there with him I mean, at I mean, that yeah, point. They should not be in the Caribbean for one. Well, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So for the Nolly are nice. This is definitely going on the Nolly list for me. Um, it probably put an end to the franchise before. The guy who played the sheriff died. He died in an avalanche. Seriously? In 2008, yeah. Which, not irony, but I, that's... I, I know there's been a lot of buzz on Jack Frost 3. And then he died. Um, he was one of like three people that died in an avalanche. Um, well, but I mean, they still... replaced Manners. But they just replaced him. Right. He's also, I mean, 
these people weren't exactly young in this movie. Right. When it came out 25 years ago, like they're a lot of them were older than my dad. But I mean, yeah, they could, they don't have to have the sheriff. They don't have to have the same protagonist in everything. We don't have the same protagonist in every slasher for the most part, exception being Scream, except for the new one. It's coming out. You know what I mean? We don't need the Ripley. We don't need the Ash. We don't need the same protagonist. So they could, they could make a Jack Foss 3. They clearly state he's still alive. You know, maybe it's time for a revisit. Or do you think it should stay on the naughty list and not come back? What do you think? Uh, I don't think it should come back at all. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it'll make some people happy. It will not make yeah. me happy. Because you might make me watch it. <laughs> I don't want to do that. That, that's, that is a strong possibility. I mean, we did watch Cheaper Creepers Reborn. Ugh. Um. So, for me, number of snowballs out of 10 is this is going down to uh, two. What about you? Um, uh, 0.5 snowballs out of 10. <laughs> 0.5. 0.5. All right. All right, let's. Oh, this next one. The this Ginger one was Dead Man. This one was rough for me. This one was easier than the Jack Frosts for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, it because of Busey? Because it like made sense. It was stupid, but at least it made sense. <laughs> I, mean, I wasn't trying to have a dumb joke every two seconds. I mean, I mean it was stupid and campy in parts, but it wasn't as dumb as Jack yeah. Austin was. That's fair. Um, but yeah, so uh, Ginger Dead Man, it, it opens up in uh, a diner. Uh, there's a, a family in the diner. It's The diner's getting robbed. Yeah. Um. And and like the the staff has already been killed. Um. And Gary Busey is the is the robber. Um. Yeah. And then there's like a dad and a, a son and a daughter. Um. And the dad decides that oh this isn't right. I'm gonna stop this guy. So he has a switchblade, and he goes to attack the guy with the switchblade, like very loud and obviously. Right. Walks up to the. I mean, he's <laughs> the guy is looking right at him. He doesn't even try to sneak up on. Him. The guy's looking right at him, so he just shoots him. You know, has a very dramatic death and falls over. Um, the yeah. son, you know, goes up there like, "Hey, you, you hurt my dad. You know, please just stop." You know, and there's the whole thing where he's like, you know, they, they have kind of a showdown thing. Blah blah blah. The kid gets shot too, <laughs> right? So yep. dad and son are are dead, and then Gary Busey smells something feminine in the air, so he knows there's still a girl there. He gets her to stand up. Um, and she stands up, and there's, like, a weird back and forth, like, how he doesn't want to kill her because she seems innocent, but, like, he, he told Mama his, said that I got to finish right, my business. Right, yeah. Mama said that I got to finish what I start. So, like, he's, yeah. like, agonizing over whether he could kill her or not. Yes. Um, and he, he settles on just shooting her and not killing her. So he shoots her, and it gets away. And then we see, like, a bunch of, like, newspaper clippings as because then it goes into the credits, and there's, like all these banking implements. And then there's like newspaper clippings that show like he got uh, arrested and he got convicted. Thanks to her testimony. Um, he got the death penalty and he was executed and then cremated and then cremated. Yes. Okay. And then I don't know if they say it now or they say it later, but I'll say it now for clarification is that the, the cremated remains get sent to his mother. Who okay. is 
a witch. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, got sent to his mother. So anyway, you know, uh, several years later, what did they say? How many years was it? Seven years or something? Something like that, yeah. Anyway, the, years later. So I, I guess the, the dad had owned this bakery. So now the daughter is now running this bakery with, I guess it's supposed to be her mom, but she looks like she's like ancient. <laughs> I thought because they, because it's okay. This is in Waco, Texas, and I I feel like she calls her her Mima, which I thought always meant. Oh, grandma. maybe maybe that's what it is. I don't understand. Like it's her mom though. It is her mom, but she calls her Mima, which I thought meant grandmother, and she right. looks like she's seventy and she looks like right. she's eighteen. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't understand the relationship there. Well, whatever, some form of family, anyway. Yeah. So that, but the, but Mima is too drunk all the time to run the place. So basically, she's running the place essentially by herself. She's got a couple of workers that help her out, but she's running the place. Um. So she's like, you know, trying to keep the baking. We're introduced to uh, the one dude who wants to be a wrestler. Um. And then there's uh. Well, he's a butcher baker. Well, the butcher baker is funny because you know who the butcher baker is? No, Robert Hansen. He's a serial killer. He was oh. the guy in Alaska, the guy that would um, kidnap prostitutes, fly them out in the middle of nowhere, uh, and then make them run in the woods, and he would hunt them like they were animals. Oh, like in the last, like uh, Clancy Brown and Dexter. Right. That's where they got it from. <laughs> Robert Hansen. <laughs> Robert Hansen. I mean, there's been a couple of them, like surviving the game, the whole thing with Ice T. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All that was from Robert Hansen. Like that was everybody got that idea from him. So the, so was this supposed to be an in joke? I don't know. Or is this, I or this no was a weird coincidence. I have no idea. I was like <laughs> again, I was like trying to like you know, noodle it out. I'm like, did they mean that? I don't like what? They, they made they might not have. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, but he was called the Butcher Baker because he was a baker. He actually owned a bakery in town, and the reason why he got away with it for so long is because he gave all the cops free donuts. <laughs> so the cops, the cops didn't see him as a suspect, even though he was <laughs> named as suspect by multiple women. The cops would not believe it because he gave them free coffee and donuts every day. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. okay that paints things very differently <laughs> right so that he, yeah but he was called the butcher baker and I, he only got convicted for four i think but okay. i there they know that he they have evidence for i think at least 17 but they think it may be more than 20 i think that's like 20 something at this point um because they found a lot of other bodies so they know that he killed a lot more but they, there's more that they can't find the bodies for that they have a lot of ton of evidence that he did. Right. Um, anyway, sorry, I know we're way off. off yeah, well, a little bit. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, but anyway, he's gone now. I mean, he, this happened in like the 70s. Okay. Um, anyway, so yeah, the butcher baker guy is like he helps in the back, and then there's like her friend I don't know who like works in the front apparently like as a retail you know yeah person whatever. And it's like this big giant bakery. It's not like your little mom and pop bakery. No, this is like an industrial bakery. It's huge. Except by the sign, which someone painted on like pieces of printout paper and colored with crayons. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, it looks like yeah, somebody <laughs> gave it to their kids to do a project. This is like Betty's Bakery or I don't know. Something, something like that. Yeah. Stupid cheesy. But um, yeah. <laughs> so they're like, um, 
you know, they get a package and it's like they just, you know, they get some knocking on the door and she answers the door and you see like this guy looks like the Grim Reaper walking away. Um, and there's like a box by the back door. And it, and it's got a, what does it say? Like grandma's gingerbread spice or something. Something like that. Yeah. It's um, myster- mysterious gingerbread mix. Right. Let's just go with that. That's right. you're going to take that. Yeah. So she <laughs> takes it immediately and just dumps it into the, uh, um, they're like big tub of gingerbread spices that she has. Yep. Um, and then like immediately right after that, while the tub is still open, the butcher baker somehow cuts his arm open on something. Uh, so he's bleeding and her, I mean, obviously she runs a bakery. I know she's taking food safety courses, right? Yes. She, he's bleeding. She grabs his arm, places it on the container. And squeezes his arm. And squeezes it. And there's, there's like, we're looking at the blood. The blood is very obviously dripping off of his arm and into the gingerbread spice mix. Yeah. Um, And they just, she just leaves it. She doesn't, you know, oh, doesn't think anything of it, just leaves it. He says, oh, I'm fine. Even after all that blood. Yeah, he's totally fine. Um, And so he, she lets him go early because he wants to go to this amateur wrestling thing. Um, So she decides to make gingerbread, right? Yeah, um, and then so she like mixes it up, which is funny because the dough changes consistency like multiple times. <laughs> um, they show it like in the big mixer, and then all of a sudden they show it like in a pot, and it's like really, really light looking with like food coloring. I think it's supposed to be blood on it. Oh, it's supposed to be. I'm like, if there's that much blood, first off, there's no red and gingerbread mix. No, <laughs> as a baker. Well, okay. Well, here. Okay. Well, here's the thing. As a baker, the dough that they're using is yeast dough. Gingerbread, not gingerbread. does not use yeast. Okay, no. gingerbread is is you know like a, a solid dough, and it doesn't it doesn't rise, and it's also like very obviously brown. And this was a very obviously a rising yeast dough. This even, is like a bread, right? Dough, and so even when she takes it out and like slaps it on the table, it is very obviously just like bread dough. Oh yeah, because the the wife and I were looking at her going, "That's not gingerbread dough, <laughs> right? Clearly and not." And then she's got this cookie cutter of Giant a gingerbread cookie. man that's like as tall as she is. Well, I mean, yeah. it's not obviously not, but it's like it's three like feet. what? Yeah, it's like three feet tall. It's like child yes. size. Yes. And then she like cuts out a gingerbread out of this like gross bread dough, uh, right? And then she like decorates it completely differently from how the cookie is decorated later. Yes. And then puts it in this like giant walk in oven. A walk, yes. This mom and pop shop that is so concerned about this big box bakery across the street that has a walk in oven. Right. Which is absurd. Right. Yeah. I mean, again, like the mixers and stuff that they had back there, like I said, it's like an industrial bakery. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff you have at like, you know, the place that makes like, you know, Hot, fresh hot dog buns that they deliver to like the hot dog yes. every day. Like that's the level like, of equipment they have in this. Place. And the 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 spread, the spread of things they had for sale was right. huge. They had like yeah, bags of croissants like to like the twenty foot top of the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just everywhere. I'm like, this is an industrial bakery. Why right? they're trying and, to make it seem like a mom and, and they're pop struggling shop. and they're struggling. Right, they're struggling probably because they're making so much <laughs> extra with the giant mixers and the huge walk-in <laughs> oven. Like, cut it down a little bit. <laughs> um, so yes, so she makes this cookie, 
Um, and then, yeah, so then the, the guy comes, uh, who's like, I don't know, you know, Mr. Well, this place, place takes place Mr. in Texas. Tex. We'll call yeah. him Mr. Tex. Well, yeah, it, so it takes place in Texas, so I guess it's not that weird that he is. Waco, Texas, nonetheless. Right, yeah, that he does that he has a cowboy hat on, but whatever. He's like, Mr. Tex. Mr. Yeah, Mr. You know, slimy businessman, Mr. Texas, right? Yeah. So, he, so he comes up and he's like, I'll give you $50,000 if you give me your bakery. You know, and she's like, no, it's my family bakery. And then, like, his daughter, who is like Miss Pretty Face of Waco or some ridiculous yes. thing, it's like pageant thing. Oh, she's like, oh, those pageants. Uh. Yeah, she's like, oh, just take the money. You'll never get anything else or whatever. The, I don't know what that they is. Have more than $50,000 for goods. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know. But anyway, so then they, you know, they threaten her and then they leave. Um, so then, you know, she goes back in. Is, the, the the pretty Miss Face Waco puts a rat into yeah. the bakery. To yeah, get she shut comes. Down. Yeah, she comes back with her with her boyfriend, which looks is, very much like Butcher Baker with a haircut. Right, and the funny thing is, the dad calls him, "Oh, that tattooed hooligan." He doesn't have any tattoos. No, none. He's got one fake eyebrow ring (laughs) that is, like, extremely fake. That's that's very liberal for Texas. Right, I guess. (laughs) But he called him a tattooed hooligan, and he didn't even have any tattoos on him. I was like, he didn't even have fake tattoos. He had nothing. (laughs) You have more tattoos than you. (laughs) Yes, correct. Um, So, yeah, so she's, like, releasing a rat in, in the bakery, which is very obviously a pet. Because, like, sewer rats don't have white bellies. <laughs> so, this is very obviously like a pet rat that's just like hanging out. Yeah. Um, and so she catches her, and they're like having like this weird cat fight thing. I don't know. They're having they're like a flower fight with some of the dough. Which... Right, right. <laughs> so, yeah, they're like having a cat fight with the with dough. dough. The boyfriend which... is trying to like calm him down, but he. He seems pretty like a pretty cool guy because even yeah. though he's like dating the one chick, he's like trying to separate him. He's like trying to like be the media. Like he's yeah, being, we find that we find out that he's like was friends with her forever ago, right? But uh, but again, girl. the guy yeah. just seems like a decent dude. He's just like he's yeah. trying to like keep the peace, you know. He's like yeah. every, you know everybody's cool. Um, whatever. Yeah. So they're they're doing all that, and while they're doing all this arguing. The drunk grandma comes out of the back room. <laughs> um, and then, the, of course, the ginger dead man is now the ginger dead man. Somehow. Well, because they flipped the giant switch on the breaker, which, as you know, when you pull the big lever on the power breaker, it creates electricity. <laughs> well, yeah, only in one specific location. So Which was just, to the oven. Exactly. I mean, that's, I mean, we all know how electricity works. So we that's have, so here's the formula for the ginger dead man. We have cremated serial killer's ashes. We have blood. We have a witch's curse, and we have a jolt of electricity. Uh, and we have dough that is obviously not gingerbread man dough. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> so you mix all these things together, and you get a ginger dead man. So, so maybe, maybe that recipe is accurate. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's possible. Maybe you need yeast to give it a soul or something. I don't. That's maybe hey, that's yeast is not. yeast is alive. Yeah, technically, yes, yes. yes there you so go. That's that's what it is. Okay. So yes. <laughs> so yeah. It, it like well, it, oh yeah. There was a scene where they like it burned, and they're like, oh no, it burned, and they like they, obviously they look at the pan, and there's nothing in it. Right. So it's like, oh, it burned away. Like really? 
What did it evaporate? <laughs> okay, okay. And not uh, not only that, she made one cookie in that <laughs> ginormous. <purse>. Okay, okay. <laughs> she made one cookie that was the size of a child. I mean, it, like the pan was huge. Yes. I don't know what she was going to do with that thing. I but don't that's know, maybe she that's had a such a. That's why you're going under. You right. need a walk-in furnace. Right. She's and you're making make- one thing at a time. Right, yeah, she's making one thing at a time, the size of a child. Like, who's going to go into a bakery and be like, I need a gingerbread man that's the size of a child? Here you right. go. Got one pre-made for you. Um, so, yeah, so the, anyway, the ginger dead man is now, you know, out and walking around, and he has a knife. Of course. Um, and so, yeah, the drunk grandma comes out, and, she, you know, she thinks she's, like, hallucinating. Um, the ginger dead man is like, come on over here, grandma. Yeah, cuts so off. Goes, yeah, goes over there. He's like, "You ever have a lady finger?" And then he cuts off her finger, and she's like screaming and bleeding all over the place. And then, yeah, they come back there to check it out, and of course, the ginger dead man disappears. Um, well, then the 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 retail woman comes in and is knocked out, and then she gets encased in frosting and then left in the freezer with cherry nipples. Don't yes. forget. Don't forget I the love, cherry nipples. I I love I love the fact that when you die as a serial killer, whatever you come back reanimated as, you have those puns of those things. It's not like he was the baker serial killer, right? And had all these puns in place. Yeah, no, he did. He didn't have these preloaded. He, he came it's up with part, them on it's, the it's, it's part of it's part of the spell that you inherit the puns to go with whatever you're made of. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Past it. <laughs> Past me. That's the theme of this, these movies in this <laughs> episode. All right. Yeah, so Grandma gets her finger cut off. The uh, yeah, the other lady, I don't remember her name, but she gets covered in frosting. Like, you imagine the amount of time it would take? Like, if you are the size of a gingerbread man. Right. How long would it take you to cover a human body in frosting? Well, and first and foremost, once again, wasteful. That's a lot of frosting to have out and ready to go. Right. Unless he right. made it. <laughs> right. Well, in this place, I don't doubt that they had an entire industrial mixer full of frosting <laughs> just in case. You know what I mean? Like, that's At the midnight. kind of bakery. That, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the kind of bakery that seems like maybe somebody will want a big wedding cake in the middle of it. Right. Got to be ready for it. Um, so, yeah, so the, those two things happen. Um, and then they, they have, oh, geez, I'm trying to remember what. Okay. So I, I think her thing. dad comes. Oh, yeah, her dad comes, and then Mr. the ginger Tex. dead man somehow drives the car using a metal rolling pin as a leg extension. Yes. And he and he somehow pins him against the wall with a running start of, like, what, like, maybe six feet? If that, I was going to go with three. <laughs> <laughs> so he, like, pushes him against the wall, and then he just dies, apparently. Yes. Like, just his legs get crushed from... Again, a car moving, you know, six feet. Like, you cannot accelerate that fast, that that much momentum after six feet. Yep. Uh, well, whatever. But, the, yeah, the girl goes outside, Little Miss Pretty Face, goes outside, sees her dead father, is not at all perturbed. Takes his ring. Yeah, takes his ring and then goes <laughs> back in and is like, oh, my daddy's dead. And my dad's it. dead. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> like, she was talking about her daddy was the best thing in the world up until that point. And then ever since daddy's dead, now she just doesn't Well, he's dead now. He can't do anything yeah. for me. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> yeah. a pretty face. Um, so, anyway, so at this point, yeah, they're like, oh, we all need to get out of here, right? So they try to get out of here, and then they discover that 
the ginger dead man has booby trapped all the exits. Well, she's um, not Mrs. Preface anymore because she got last. Oh yeah, well she got cut on the like literally on like the side of her jaw. I mean, it, it yes. wasn't even like on her face anyway. She ain't pretty no more. Yeah, so she needs to leave now because now she's upset. So she gets trips on one of the ginger dead man's booby traps, and then like a combat knife <laughs> that came out of somewhere <laughs> goes through her head and kills her immediately. I think you're just hanging in this from the ceiling, clearly visible off camera. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, so yeah, so she dies, um, and then they like they fight. Uh, oh yeah, the, the the tattooed hooligan goes to his car and gets his gun. Yes. Um, and then he shoots at Ginger Dead Man a bunch of times, but he never hits him. And then the Ginger Dead Man gets the gun from him. Yeah. And then the Ginger Dead Man shoots a revolver. Like I don't know. 27 times. I mean, it, like, he just keeps firing it somehow. Yeah. Um, trying to think. She gets... Well, they, 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 they express their love for each other right. while trying to fix a generator. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, they do. Well, no, not yeah. love for each other, but they, they express that, hey, if things were different, you know, we would have, we would have got it out. We could have boned. Yeah, we could have boned. <laughs> we totally could have. Um, yes. so yeah, so then, uh, yeah, they fight, and then somehow he knocks out the tattooed hooligan, and then... With a hammer. Yeah, and so then yeah. he locks uh, Sarah, who's the protagonist girl, in the walk-in oven. Um, yes, because that's a safe place. Right. The tattooed hooligan wakes up just long enough to shoot the oven twice, which is apparently all he need to do to open the door from the inside. Yep. Um, so she gets out of the walk-in oven. Uh, completely unharmed, <laughs> um, and then the, he's knocked out. They have like a like a fight with the the ginger dead man. It's not going well, um, and then the butcher baker somehow like swings in to save the day. He goes, um, "Ooh, a cookie! I'm yeah, gonna eat it!" Right. So then he like <laughs> yeah, he pins the cookie down and then eats his head. Which is bloody. Which is blood. He's it's flesh. It's not yes. a gingerbread head. It is no. a human head. That's just it looks like a gingerbread. And he's got blood all over him. Like he's obviously like upset. I don't know why would you eat why would you swallow it? I was hungry. Oh god. I'm the butcher baker. Yeah, I'm just like it's completely <laughs> idiotic. And he's wearing his like wrestling uniform. So he looks Yeah. A complete imbecile. Is it like <laughs> Like skin tight, like gold hot pants on. Of course. Uh, anyway, yes. Yeah. So he eats the head, and they're like, "Okay, you know, it's all done." So they like, you know, they're trying to gather up everybody, um, and then he doesn't feel good. He's got a tummy ache. Um, oh, tummy. Yeah, and then the ginger dead man takes over his body. Yep. Um, to where they fight again, and then they eventually push him into the big oven. Uh, to the surprise of no one, and then kill him. Yep. Which, like, I felt bad for the butcher baker dude, right? Like, he saved the day. Yeah, he came in, saved the day, and then they didn't even like attempt to save him. They just oh, like no. immediately threw the, him in the oven. He's got the evil in him. Yeah, he's got he's got them cookie eyes. Kill him. <laughs> um. Yeah. So then, yeah, movie over. Well, well, well we forget the last scene. They're raising money. For the hospital, and the two and a couple people come up and ask if they have any gingerbread cookies. She goes, 
I hope not. <laughs> and then nurse is going to love, we got gingerbread cookies. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, and then all the gingerbread cookies, like, eyes, like, open. Yeah. That, that, that. And then there was, what, like, eight more of them? I think there was, um, I think there's four. And then he meets Evil Bong, and Evil well, Bong eight 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 is coming out. So, well, okay. Here, I was, I was, I was actually going over the synopsis because I couldn't believe these things were real. Um, I was going over them, and it's like, yeah, there's, there's Ginger Dead Man, and then there's Ginger Dead Man two, which has two different titles. I liked one of them, Passion one of the Crust. Yeah, Passion of the Crust or Bakery of Blood. It's the same movie, same year, same yep. runtime, just yep. two different names. Yep. And the third one, I don't remember the name of um and then the fourth one is yeah ginger dead man versus evil bong right. um which is a whole other series which the main the, the protagonist of this movie is also an evil bong and she plays a different character so eventually there's more crossovers that happen where she's playing multiple characters from the ginger dead man franchise and from evil bong franchise and from another franchise as well right um, but again, like from what I understand, like as Evil Bong was moving for- forward, Ginger Dead Man was the Evil Bong's accomplice. Yeah. So the Ginger Dead Man appears in multiple more yes. Evil Bong movies <laughs> after yes. they have their confrontation. <laughs> yes. Ridiculous. Anyway, I've, um, never, I've never seen any of those. I've only ever seen this one. We're probably not going to watch any of those. I have Thank no you. desire to. Thank I you. want this one. Now, this is kind of a. Mix up on my part because I thought this was more Christmassy because it's a gingerbread cookie, which generally comes out during Christmas. Obviously, we had animated gingerbread men in Krampus, so it's still kind of holiday-ish related. Also, if I figured if I put this on this list, we won't ever have to go back to this franchise. Well, yeah. or the Evil Bong movies Correct. ever again. Let's hope not. So. So uh, what, what, are your, your what, first, are your, what are your first thoughts on this movie, Graveyard? <laughs> what a waste of Gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean a waste of Gary Busey? This is like the only thing he's good for at this point. Uh, no, my first thoughts was this is kind of, I mean, this really does fit into this line of of movies that we picked for this for this episode. Um, I, 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 that's obviously on purpose. This wasn't some random thing right it's just like hey this just came up we have to watch it this was planned uh i mean there was a lot more lore if you will a lot more things explaining the mixture that happens to make the gingerbread man um it's not the worst uh movie like this there's far worse yes um, and I also feel like that, um, Gary Busey's line of something smells feminine to him was made up by him on the spot. Oh, I have no doubt. <laughs> I have no doubt. Cause that's Gary Busey. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it was, I think for kind of just recap the final thought, it was, it was good to watch it once research what was coming after it. And they go, I'm stopping here. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, that's that's pretty fair. What were your first thoughts? Um, yeah, it was it was stupid, it was bad, um, but it again not as bad as Jack Frost. I won't give it that. 
I was thankful because this is the order that I watched him in. It's the order that we're discussing. So I had to suffer through two Jack Frost (laughs) before this movie. And I was dreading this movie. Like it took a couple of days for me to work up the nerve to watch this thing because I was so traumatized by the Jack Frost (laughs) movie. But this one was, I mean, again, yes, stupid, dumb. But again, it's only 70 minutes long. Yeah. It does not overstay its welcome. It gets no. in, it gets done, it gets out. I mean, it does exactly what it accomplishes. It doesn't, you know, again, it doesn't stretch out scenes unnecessarily. It doesn't get stupid. It doesn't yeah. have stupid one-liners and stuff. Yeah, but he only, again, he follows the pattern of only one per kill or two. You know, if you say something first and then say something when they're dead, you know, like he follows yeah. the rules. He does what he's supposed to do. Again, it's a stupid premise. It's a dumb movie with horrible effects, but you know what? It, it's well, better most than the in, other two words. Most inanimate objects come to life movies are that way. They've always been this way. Yeah, yeah. They really have. Yeah, no, again, it's it, it, like I said, it does exactly what it sets out to do. Um, yep. I think Gary Busey is a perfect voice for this <laughs> stupid thing. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll expand on that in my highlights part of it. But at the first thoughts was, um, yeah, again, I thought it was it was better than I expected it to be. My ex- expectations, yes. to be fair, were zero. <laughs> so it was better than zero. But um, yeah, yeah, I was surprised. Um, yeah, this is. I, I'm surprised I missed this when this first came out. Quite honestly, I. I mean, this is a movie that I've heard of. I've heard yes. people say the name. I've seen it. I have never watched it. I didn't realize it was part of a like a 15. Yeah, I had no thing. idea there was more than one. I mean, but I mean, I guess I shouldn't be surprised anymore. Everything that I heard of that's bad has like eighteen sequels for some reason. Right. So. Um, what are your highlights, buddy? I mean, Gary Busey. I mean, he's a <laughs> highlight of everything. But I mean, I feel like, like I said, not necessarily a waste. I mean, they got Gary Busey to be Gary Busey, which is exactly what they needed. Right. Um, and it was kind of a nice to see a familiar face that we know. Gary Busey. Obviously, we've discussed Gary Busey from, you know, Predator 2. Um, and he's kind of a good... He, you could see if if they go, hey, Gary Busey was found and he killed 50 people in his basement. You're like, that makes sense. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> and... Right. <laughs> Only 50? <laughs> right. Um, Gary Busey, if you listen to this, I apologize. <laughs> um... But like the premise, it was it, it had everything there that this this genre of movie that exists. Um, you know, it's like I said, it's it's on par with like tell me in analogs to come to life movies. I don't even know. I don't want to look at that list. I don't want to look at that list ever again. Um, <laughs> but you know, is it any better or worse than Munchies? No, it, it's. It's on par with that, which Munchies is, you know, the Gremlins right phase in the yeah. genre. See, like, yeah, Munchies, Munchies is a movie I watched a lot of times as a kid, and I have not watched it as an adult. It's and awful. I know. See, this is one of those movies, you know, like, I've ruined it for myself many times. Like, you watch these movies when you're a kid, and you're like, oh, they're great. And you watch them as an adult, and you're like, this is a steaming pile of crap. Like, why did I right. think this was a good movie? I know Munchies will be that movie. And yes. I refuse to watch it as an adult so that I can still hold a positive <laughs> image of that movie in my mind. I know it's bad. 
It's like yeah. it's like Schrodinger's movie. You know what I mean? Like it's bad yeah. and good at the same time, right? But only because I'm keeping it in that limbo that I can't see it. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. No, like I said, it highlights Gary Busey. Like I said, it's the character. Like I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be her mom. Um, and I, I this is this is the highlight for me as well is how bad that bakery sign is. <laughs> it like it's like all right there's an this is an actual building for something can you just put like a piece of paper over it to say bakery or susan's bakery we you can't put you, you can't nail anything to this building just put a piece of paper over our actual sign and use our store as a front <laughs> what about highlights for you highlights for me is how they got that ginger dead man to look like gary Busey. <laughs> he really does look like him. Like I was That's, like amazed every time yeah. I looked at his face. I was like, "That is an amazing likeness." <laughs> um, and the way that he talked, like you know how he, you know he kind of like talks out of like the one side of his mouth, kind of. Yeah. The cookie did the same thing. It was like I mean, obviously, I'm not saying that the arms and legs of that <laughs> cookie were ridiculously <laughs> stupid. Like whenever they showed it, like walking, it was like very obviously somebody just like dangling the cookie over the ground. Like, right. It was very, very bad. Like the arms were like obviously like just rubber <laughs> or something. Um, yeah. But the face and the way that they made that cookie talk was Gary Busey. It was exactly him. And I was amazed that the, this <laughs> low budget of a movie, they did such a good job with just the face of the cookie, not the rest of the cookie, just the face of the cookie. They may have just taken a mold of his face. That's very true. I don't know. <laughs> but the face of that cookie looked just like Gary Busey. And that's, they did a hell of a job with the crap budget that they had. Right. Well, why don't you go into your low points then? Uh, low points would be <laughs> uh, that these people obviously can't bake. Oh, they obviously I had mean, no idea how to bake. She had no idea what she was doing. She was using a cookie cutter on a pile of yeasted bread dough. <laughs> um, I mean, just I mean, yeah. I mean, it obviously wasn't wasn't gingerbread. I mean, she no. she okay because the cookie, the gingerbread man. Had a white collar with a little red bow tie. Yep. And he had white around his like wrists for like you mm-hmm. know cuffs or whatever. Yeah. Um, and she, when she decorated the cookie, there was no white used at all. None. She just put like three like you know little like red gumballs for his like necklace, and then she put Buttons, some chocolate yeah. some chocolate chips on his chest, and then like two for eyes, and then cut a hole in his face for the mouth. Barely, like she like used her finger, right? Yeah, but like that was it. That was the only decorations that she did, and he came out like fully clothed, <laughs> like he was like a fully clothed gingerbread man. I, I, and to that point, with what she did, there's no way in hell that cookie staying in that shape with no. that type of dough being. No, used. exactly. I mean, uh, again, whoever <laughs> like you think that one person in the production of this movie would have been like, that's not how baking works, you know? But no one did. And they let in, that crap go through. In fairness, we didn't have the Great Fish Bake Off. Well, so we didn't know if the dough was underproved or okay. overproved. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> they obviously, like, rented out an industrial bakery. I'm sure yes. someone there could have been like, uh, that's not how you make gingerbread, dude. <laughs> like, they could have paid the guy, you know, like, a night's wages, you know, to be like, a, you know, the uh, consultant on the film, the baking consultant. <laughs> Or have him make the gingerbread. I mean, I'm sure he would make Hell, the gingerbread. the caterer could have said something. Right. Anybody. <laughs> anybody could have been like, dude, this is not correct. It's, it, right. it won't take that much work to make it look like a gingerbread. No. 
Whatever. No. It's, it's horrible. What's your um, blow points? <laughs> uh, they, they kept showing. Okay, so I like how the mom, grandma, whatever you want to call her, the old woman with the Jack Daniels, obviously Jack Daniels bottle and shotgun, shoots the sign off perfectly on the other side, damaging nothing. With a shotgun. With a shotgun. That she shoots it in four points and just kind of the tape wears off. Right. Of this conglomerate bakery that's building the same size as hers. Okay. And- to be fair, <laughs> this is Texas. I mean, she's, yeah. probably, she's probably been shooting that gun since she was knee high on a grasshopper, as they say yeah. in Texas. <laughs> I mean, fair. But, uh, yeah, it's. And the low point is clearly. My my guess is you're correct. This was a bakery, and this, the baked goods that they had on display were actual baked goods of this industrial bakery. And they have this one cake and this one thing. So the making of their shit was horrible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if I saw, if I walked in the bakery and saw something like that, I'd like, I'm out. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, how much money would it have been to have like, some baker from this place just on staff to just look at it or to yeah. like make the dough for you. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, how hard would that be? Right. You know, the, I mean, like a few, hundred, a few hundred dollars would be more than they would make in a day. I'm sure they would be more than happy to make some yeah. dough for you. They may have even had dough there. <laughs> Correct. Who knows? <laughs> but I'm just, yeah, it's, we're not bakers. We can go, okay, something's wrong here. Right. And it's the dough. Yeah. But yeah, for a movie based around a baked good, you think yeah. they, they would <laughs> understand baked goods. Right. Gives me no hope that evil bong doesn't have any fundamentals of how bongs work. Correct. <laughs> All right. So, is this on your naughty or nice list? <sighs> what, is that? what does that mean? Does that mean I want to watch it again? Yeah, naughty, naughty. I don't, I don't want to watch it again. It's <laughs> not what I want to do. Um, but it, it is going to score higher than the first two. But okay, so it's naughty because you don't want to watch again. But was it nice? Surprise. Yes. Okay, there you go. It, it was. I agree. It was naughty. I don't want to watch again. But it was nice enough. I was pleasantly surprised on it. I thought it was going to be absolute shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's again. After Jack Frost one and two, I was like, "Oh man, it was it was hard for me to like get through it." Yes, but again, right. it, 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 it's only seventy minutes. I mean, it's not not a whole lot to, to yeah. you know time to waste. But yeah. yeah. So, how many snowballs out of ten for this one? Uh, five. <laughs> I like Jack Frost. It's not. It, it's. I don't like this as much as Jack Frost. I mean, okay. really, it's. What about you? Um, I will give it uh, four. four. Four snowballs out of ten. Your highest rated one so far. <laughs> so far, yes. <laughs> so far, yes. You're you're averaging uh, three movies. You're averaging <laughs> a two <laughs> so far on these on these movies. I knew this was going to be a rough week. 
Um, Let's face it. Like I said, the first two were very rough. This one was not as rough. Like this one, uh, it, it didn't bother me that much. Obviously, I don't want to rewatch it, but that was okay. This one I got through good enough to where I was like, okay, I can watch the same this this other one in the same night. <laughs> you know, I was is planning. It because, is it because it's Gary Busey. Uh, no, I, I mean, obviously he's part of it like if he wasn't the, the ginger dead man it might not have been as you know pleasant of an experience but um yeah it's not it's not bad okay it's yeah it was it wasn't it wasn't bad like i said i was i was okay enough to where i was like i can watch the killing tree the same night i did so who's <laughs> the center of our next movie which is the killing tree it came out this year i think it came out like two weeks ago yeah well i think it does in november well, I November. Guess, I guess yeah. Two weeks ago was November. So, yeah. <laughs> so yes, you're, you're correct. It was November. Um, but yeah. So yeah. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> so I I don't even know where to where to start with this movie. Like, where is it? What is the first scene of it? The first scene is an older woman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Talking yeah, yeah. about. Has newspaper articles uh, looking at her husband. I originally thought son, right? Um, and talking about how you know he didn't get to finish his twelve killings of Christmas. Yeah, twelve Christmas murders. Twelve Christmas murders. There's pictures over the mantle of everyone that he that they killed. Um, that there's one that got away, and she's talking about I'm gonna bring you back. She pulls out a book, a spell book as going to say, I'm bringing you back. I'm going to do this. Then she starts dragging a Christmas tree from her room down into the, you know, the typical satanic circle. Okay. Well, here's the thing that pissed me off. Um, The star that they used for the ritual, they used the star of David. Yes. Okay, any like demonic summoning thing is supposed to be a pentagram. Yes, which is not the star of David. No, that's six points. Yeah, so you're giving our, you're giving our Jewish friends a bad name by using a star of David for you know summoning demons when it should be a pentagram. Hey, Jewish people can have demons too. I mean, they can, but I'm saying they're not, <laughs> you know, normally coupled with a summoning circle. Very true. As far as I'm aware, yes. Um, so yeah, she, she does, she does the spell to bring him back. And the idea was that it has to, you know, to, to call his, if you want to call it spear or soul or vessel, the spear or soul, that the vessel has to be approximately the same weight as they were. Is that what they were doing? Yeah. She, cause she's, when she comes back, he, he the tree comes alive. And he goes, why do I sound different? What What am I? She's like, oh, I thought that was just a temporary vessel. I didn't realize it was going to be the final step of the spell. So she's a shit witch. <laughs> well, she's the same kind of witch that made the ginger dead man because she had to sprinkle his ashes all over the place. So it's that. Yeah. Because, yeah, he was, he was executed and cremated just like the ginger dead man was. Right. And then his ashes were reincarnated into a tree. Right, and, and then gets, and then as a thank you to her for bringing him back, he immediately kills her. <laughs> well, he, in fairness, he only slaps her, but happens to cut her throat. Well, yeah, he slaps her, but since he's now a tree, he yes, because those needles are sharp. Right. 
Yeah. So then, yeah, then we cut to Faith, who is the one girl that got away from the the Christmas. Now, it that seems odd, right? Because like, it was only like a year before, like a couple of years before, right? A one year. It was yeah, one, one year, since- year. So this guy had been convicted of the crimes and put to death within one year. Yep. Like that doesn't happen. Obviously, this is not America. This was. Um, I don't. I'm not 100% sure if it was the UK or Australia. I'm pretty sure it was the UK because they don't have castles in Australia, as far as I know. Because it's not, the buildings haven't been around in Australia right. long enough because, to be castles. Because people are like, you call that a castle? <laughs> this is a castle. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying, it's just like us here. Like, we, we are, our people haven't been here long enough to make a castle that would be an old castle. Correct. Because we haven't been here for long enough. Whereas in Europe, they got them all over the place because they're it's very yes. old cultures. Um, so I think it's UK because they have like very old like mansion houses. Um, yes. Again, I, they obviously had an accent, but again, I sometimes have a hard time differentiating between Australian and, and UK accents. He's got a British accent. Well, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes yeah. and towards the end of it, I was almost positive it was UK, but in the beginning, I thought it was Australian. So there's things that point to it not being UK, which we'll discuss right. in this um, movie later on. Um, yeah, so she like uh, decides to have a Christmas party because she's selling the house because this house was her parents had been killed in. This was, they were part of the Christmas murders. Her parents had been killed and she got away, but she like inherited the house. So this is like her last like party she's having in the house and she's going to sell it uh, and go buy a new house so she can like put all of it behind her. Right. Because her parents were murdered. Right. Yeah. So it's it's like her and her friends and like her friends are very dramatic people. Like I don't, this movie takes a lot of time to like explain these friends and give them backstories and like it's way more than they normally do in this kind of movie. Like, right, like we know, yeah, we know everybody. We know like the relationships. We know like what they do for work. <laughs> like, I mean, like everything. Like everybody has like their own moments where like we know who they are. It's very odd. Well, it's almost like the little boy from old, where he asked everyone their name and job occupation. We got the exhibition dump. We find out the lesbians were in relationship for like five months, six months. Right. But they, yeah, like it starts off, they had like a big fight because like yep. she hasn't been communicating with her more lately. I mean, blah, blah, blah. but again, but that has no bearing on the rest of the story. It's just like right. there to like give them an arc to like introduce you to the character, which again, in this movie is very rarely done. Um, but again, they spend a lot of time on this like exposition for who these people are and what they're doing yes. um and then they like she's like trying to shut down the party because she's not feeling it her friend her hooker friend is like uh no you need to drink more she's like okay i'll blow out one glass so she gives it like call that a glass yeah this is a glass all right yeah she gives it this <laughs> giant glass that can hold an entire bottle of wine white so she woman just, drunk yeah so she goes okay i'll just keep drinking this huge bottle of wine. so she chugging down this whole thing um right. she doesn't get too drunk but she does get goofy and happy and they're all having a good time yep. um and meanwhile we see this uh christmas tree person trying to find his way to the house and he gets lost because his old lady ha- always was in charge right. of the directions right. on the map yeah the lady that he killed who, whose name was morrigan <laughs> um he kills her uh 
Yeah, so he can't find his way. So he's like trying to find his way in a map. He kills some guy that makes fun of him for using a map. <laughs> That's like some right. drunk guy trying to pee on him or something. He you think him. you can take me? Right. Yes. You think you can take me? <laughs> <laughs> so he kills them. Um, <laughs> the old people that left her party were like driving down the street, of course, saying her name loudly enough for the tree to hear. I think Faith was over there. <laughs> right. So they're like, oh, Faith, ah, that's who I'm looking for. You know, obviously, it could never be another Faith. It has to be that one. Okay, um, so I, I just I want to point out with that couple that they have their own expedition dump that, because he's getting explained why she's selling a house because of the murder. So he, we're getting more expedition dump right. being explained to him during the party that changes the vocal points of the audio at different points in time that was driving me insane <laughs> because all of a sudden like the background as everyone talking was louder than them talking i yeah. don't know again the movie is is just <laughs> weird and the way that it's shot i don't again i don't get it but whatever um so so he like attacks i like i thought he was gonna stop him and ask him where faith was but no he just kills him Right. He like he stops in front of the car and they're like, oh, look, a tree in the road. And he goes to get out to like move the tree and then he just kills him. Um, and then like, you know, he strangles the lady with his Christmas lights um, yep. in the car. And then he <laughs> and then he takes the car and drives it to the house. <sighs> um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So we're, we go back to the house. Where um, two sets of people are now outside. One is um, the redhead girl decides to go outside and I guess bone her boyfriend, right? Right. So here's here's the part that drives me crazy. It's December in the UK. It's right. Colder than than it is See, this here, is, and this they're is in why, a pool. Right. They're in a pool. This is why at this point in time I was like, this has got to be Australia, right? Right, <laughs> because it's like warm out during Christmas. I was like, it's gotta be Australia, but again, I, I don't know. I, I, I have no idea what, what was one of the two. I was trying to look it up. I couldn't even find the answer. Um, yeah, so they're outside and they're like boning, and it, it like weirdly jars. I think they cut some scenes out um, because, like, you know, they were like outside, like kind of like talking and making out, whatever. Um, and then they cut to like the tree getting closer to the house, and they cut back to them, and now she's in the bikini and her hair is wet. Yep. But she didn't yet get in the pool. Correct. So I was it's, just like, it's, uh-huh. it's it's England. The fog is so heavy. Your hair <laughs> I guess. In December. I, was like, I was like, that's odd. You know, so they're like in this weird like position and they stay in this position the whole time where the guy's like laying on the ground and she's like kind of on all fours, but not really straddling him kind of like more to the side. Yes. It's a weird position. And they stay in that position the whole time until the tree gets up to him. And then, um, kills him uh, they he takes her and like splashes her around in the pool trying to drown her and it doesn't work and it doesn't work but then he goes and kills the dude ripped him right in half. yeah he like picks him up and tears him in half and then she goes and hides in the pool house and then it like stabs her a bunch of times with his like you know twig arms or whatever sure the the greatest cg ever yeah Okay. Well, yeah, I'm not even, I'm not, I don't even want to talk about it. I'll get there. I'll get there at my low point. I don't even want to mention it. Um, so that, then the, the faith is now outside, like playing tennis with her other friend who has dressed up like a Christmas cracker. Cause she's a hooker. 
No, that's that's, that, a, no. that's a different one. Okay. So, so what we're saying by her friend being a hooker is she gets paid money to have sex with guys. Yeah, no, I'm not I'm not like <laughs> I'm not just saying that because she's dressed scantily or anything like that. No, she literally is um right. yeah, a sex worker. If you and want she to tells say her and nicely. she tells Faith to do it too. Right. Because Christmas is coming up and she needs money. Right. But I mean, she's she says she's making two thousand. Well, okay, I guess it would be UK because she says two thousand pounds. Right. So Australian has dollary dues. So it Did would be dues. <laughs> yeah, dollary dues because they have dollars. Yes. Yeah. Um, so they have dollary dues in Australia. So it would have to be UK because they do say pounds. Um, yeah. So I guess I didn't I didn't really catch it at that point. Anyway, so she says she weighs two thousand pounds a night, which is yep. unheard of. <laughs> Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe she might be good at her job. I don't know. Um, so yeah, she, yeah, she, that's what she does. There's even a scene where like one of her like clients calls her while she's Take like drinking with the girls. Yeah. And then she just kind of like laughs it off and then hangs up. <laughs> on her. No. Right. Yeah. So yeah. she, that's why I'm like, I'm not like, you know, saying that she's a hooker because she's dressed <laughs> a certain way or anything. No, she literally is. Okay. She's a lady of the night. Yeah. So now this is a different friend who dresses up like a Christmas cracker, which is um, a UK thing, which is, if you're not familiar with it, it's like a kind of like a rolled up, uh, looks like tissue paper that's kind of like rolled up to look like a Tootsie Roll. Yeah. Only it's like bigger. And there's like stupid stuff in there. There's usually like paper crown and like a couple of little like knickknacky type things. Um, right. But you're supposed to like twist it and then they're like pop. You know, then that's. That's why they call them crackers because they like they pop open, um, right. and that's like a big thing um, in the UK is that they do it for Christmas. Like well, I, I, I'm describing it because I didn't know what they were for a long time. I had no idea what they were talking about for the longest time. I thought they meant like they had some kind of like cookies. Well, because they call things different, right? Yeah, because they call biscuits. Call yeah, they say biscuits. You know, we call cookies, kind of thing. So I like right. Christmas crackers. I thought it was like some kind of Christmas cookies or something. Um, I didn't figure that out until I mean, this was a long time ago now, but it was like when I was watching Doctor Who, um, yeah, like the David Tennant era of Doctor Who, where they had um a Christmas dinner and they actually had like Christmas crackers and they showed them and said that's what they were. I was like, wow, really. Um, so anyway, so yes, she's dressed up like a Christmas cracker, like in a, like outfit, like a mascot outfit. Um, and she's outside and somehow the game that they're playing is she blindfolds Faith, hands her a tennis racket, and then she's supposed to serve tennis balls at her. And for however many she can hit while she's blindfolded, she's going to get hints as to what her present is. Yes. Up to 10. But which is like, Faith's comment was. We're too old to do this. Right. Yeah. She's like, what, 25? Too old to play tennis blindfold. Yeah. Okay. I'm too old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like my fat ass is too old for that. That's, there's no way. Anyway. Right. Um, so, yeah, like as she's doing that, the Christmas tree comes up, picks her up, and cracks her like a Christmas cracker. Oh, <gasps> who could have saw it? Foreshadowing. Who could have saw it? <laughs> so, Faith sees it. She screams. She runs in the house. She's telling everybody the Christmas tree killed my friend. They're all like, dude, you've been drinking too much. Like, what is going on with you? Um, but like very, you know, so they like evacuate everybody out of the house. Yep. Um, and then the Christmas tree kills everyone. Yep. <laughs> like everyone that goes outside gets stabbed with his little twig arms. Um, and then like, so the only people left are like her and her uh, two friends. Yes. Um, so they're like running around, like trying to figure out what they can do. Like, uh, Faith and her friend want to hide to where the one girl wants to like do something, right? 
Yep. Um, her girlfriend decides that she's going to run. She goes outside, gets immediately killed. Um, so the other girl is like, oh, I need to find out what's going on. She happens to find a shotgun. <laughs> um, so she goes back. Uh, she shoots the tree and it knocks off a bunch of like branches and stuff on the ground. Um, yeah. And then he goes, oh, I guess I'm invincible. The, the Christmas tree says this. Goes, oh, I guess I'm invincible. Like I'm bulletproof. Uh-huh. And, then, and then she just gives up. I mean, like you knocked a bunch of pieces off them. Keep shooting. Nope. But nope. she just Shotguns stops. only have one shot. Yeah. That's all. She just stops. Yeah. She immediately stops. Doesn't do it. She gets strangled by Christmas lights and hung up from the ceiling. Yep. Um, then the tree goes upstairs. Uh, Faith is hiding under the bed. Her hooker friend is in like the wardrobe. Yeah. Um, and they like hiding in it is like unnecessarily long scene where the tree is like looking for them. Um, and then they eventually the tree leaves. They go out to try to run away. Um, her hooker friend gets grabbed um, by the Christmas lights um, and pulled and and strangled and torn apart. And then Faith gets away, and she runs like out of the house, like into the forest. And they're like, you know, going back and forth, like you know, trying to get away from me. You know, she's trying to get away from him. It's and, like a Jason Voorhees right. hunt through the forest, right? Yeah. So like yeah, every time she you know gains ground, he ends up like teleporting next to her and blah blah blah. Um, so eventually she gets like tied to the tree to a tree with garland. <laughs> um, and then he's like you know doing his like villain monologue kind of thing about how he's going to enjoy killing her, and then he's like maybe suggesting that he might rape her. I mean, it's like it's it's not nice. <laughs> Correct. Um, and then another tree appears with glasses. With glasses, and uh, it looks okay. Immediately when I saw this, I was like, "Oh, her friend survived, and she's just standing behind a tree with a flashlight." Because it's exactly what it looks like. Well, because okay, so foreshadowing this, he he had seen the killer tree, had seen another tree, and thought it was his dead wife come back as well. Right. So, so in fairness to him. He he knows that he came back to the tree. So in fairness, he thought this was someone else, his wife again, right. coming back as a tree. Right. Yeah. So this this tree is like you know it's got a flashlight behind it, but no, it turns out that this tree is like in enhanced with the spirit of her dead parents. Um, yes. and this tree is the light to the evil tree's darkness. Because so then, he tethered, he tethered them to the real world by by being there, so he opened up the gateway for them to come back. Right, whatever, blah blah. <laughs> um, so they have like an epic Dragon Ball Z fight. fight, yeah, where they're like yep. floating around in the air and like shooting each other with lights and shit. Um, and uh, yeah, and eventually they like kind of like kill each other. They and collide then, like, and explode. Yeah, they collide and explode, and then they end up on fire, and then. Uh, Faith escapes the garland and then stands next to the fire and then all of a sudden she like snaps out of it and her her hooker friend finds her in the woods like oh we've been looking for you for hours yep um and so yeah they pick her up and they bring her back to the house like she apparently like had like a psychotic break <laughs> or being a year later <laughs> yeah and, and like apparently like made up all that stuff in her head correct the end the end yep it was all a dream Yes. Which is an interesting ending to this. But we'll uh, that. I mean, it is. <laughs> so what are your first thoughts on the on the killing tree graveyard? Uh it is exactly what I expected it to be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, pretty much. It it really, really is. Uh you know, you 
know, I saw the uh, we saw the trailer for this a couple months ago, I believe. Yeah, it was a while back. And I knew I knew as soon as I saw it and when it's coming out, I'm like, all right, this is going into our, their Christmas month. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna have a new movie in this month. Just so we try to have one at least one new movie every month that we review. Um uh cinematically far superior to the rest of these. Yes. It looks legit horror movie. That being said, <laughs> the CG is awful. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I like the story. Like I said, it's still in that genre. It, it, this is always going to be a B movie. Period. It, it, it's this this type of genre of horror movies. I feel is always going to be a B movie. Period. I don't think it'd ever be anything more. Um, I mean, I, I like the twist ending. That, that that was definitely a twist I didn't see coming. I thought this would be the start of a new inanimate object franchise. Quite honestly, it's, it still could be. Yeah, I was gonna say it still might be. Sometimes they do that, it, even if it's just all a dream. Because you know that's kind of how Nightmare on Elm Street ends. Right. We don't know if it's real or not. Clearly, Nancy Nancy survived, but. Yeah, we don't really know. Um, what were your first thoughts on this? Um, yeah, I mean, again, I was just there's a lot of things that surprised me, but like the whole like, you know, just how much time they spent introducing all the friends and characters, yeah. um, just for them to be like killed off real fast. Like there was no reason to like to get to know them as well as they did. You know, there's really no point at all. But it was like it's and the movie's only seventy minutes long. Oh, there's more background to these characters than right. And it's Barely like any other ki- person killed in a horror movie. Right. And it's like, it, it's very odd that it's like way shorter than normal horror movies are, but yet it feels like there's been more time put into the characters than most. There's other so much more lore and background. Yeah. It's, it's very interesting. It's very interesting how they managed to balance that in a 70 minute movie. I was kind of yes. amazed. at that. Yeah. What about your highlights though? Um, highlights would be, um, I mean, I liked, Okay, <laughs> high points and low points are going to be very similar. I'm just going to say them both at once. You can you can then say both of yours after that. Yep. So highlights is um, when the tree is just a guy in a tree suit. Okay, like <laughs> there's it a, is this very apparent black gloved hands come right. out at one point. Black gloved hands. I mean, there's scenes where you can clearly see a guy wearing a pair of boots underneath yep. the tree i mean it's yep. very obvious it's very stupid campy but like <laughs> it was like humorous without being over the top ridiculous i mean it was like you could tell the guy is like just unhinged you know he obviously yeah. has problems but again he had problems before he's killing people for christmas because he didn't think they were giving enough or something they weren't they weren't in the christmas spirit right yeah whatever so that's why he's murdering people which again doesn't make any sense but um but that was it was funny it was it was funny without being stupid funny um it was you know ridiculous but you know still just a, a good time like i guess say, like like british like good british humor kind of yeah i mean it's dry it's drier than ours. yeah it's 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 yeah it's it's drier but it's like the way that he's like muttering to himself and saying stuff he's not really giving like one-liners but he is kind of like you know giving his observations on the situation yeah. and stuff. I and mean, it's again, it was just, it was odd. It was funny, but it was good. It was like, it was interesting. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to watch it. I thought it was, you know, a, an interesting, fun watch. 
Yes. Now, low. Now this is going to go right into my low points. Low points is when it like changes into its CGI form, it looks <laughs> completely different. Looks yes. completely different. Not only does it grow to the size of like a giant car, and then it has like these giant like leg, like tree trunk legs that look like werewolf legs, and then it has yeah these giant twig like tentacles that are like twenty feet long. It's like roots. Right. Like root. Right. Yeah. And it's like and it's like that. But it like when it attacks the people in that form, it looks ridiculous. Oh yeah. It looks so stupid. That CGI is so fake. I mean it looks like iMovie. You know, when you do like the, the blood yep. splatters, you know, like that's what it looks like. It's that bad. And oh, there's yeah. like and there's no dead bodies shown in this thing. You know, for like being like a slasher movie. There should be like dead bodies like after they're done with them. It's like the CGI is so bad that they don't even bother like trying to do a practical version of it afterwards. But yes. these people just disappear. <laughs> they're just oh, they're absolutely. just gone. Um, and it's yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I think we were discussing it a little earlier. They said the only dead body that we actually see is the lady hanging from the lights in the ceiling. Right. All, all the other dead bodies are just CGI'd away, and we never see them again. <laughs> Right, they they got on the program, they deleted the asset, and they right. moved on with the rest of the movie. Yeah, so like the movie is when he it's just some dude in a in a Christmas tree suit. It's funny, it's interesting, like you want to watch it. And when it's the CGI tree, it's just stupid. It's just like the <laughs> typical, like like I said, the typical movie in this genre where it's like you know some stupid CGI whatever it is. Yeah. That's just like killing things. But like I said, in this version, they don't even bother trying to show you what the kills look like. No, like they just totally skip over that part. So yeah, yep. highlight is the guy in the tree suit. Low point is the CGI tree. Um, also, secondary highlight was the redhead in the leopard bikini. I mean, that's fair. She was a very attractive young lady. Yeah, she was. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Highlights like it. It like I'm not saying the other movies didn't know what they were. They they full well knew what they were. This took. The American, I'm, I'm assuming, American idea of this object of life because we did all the 50s and 60s, all that shit, right? In the B movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and they put a British spin. It's like if Edgar Wright did this, I feel like this is something he could have done with that craziness of the tree and the heat guy in the human costume. Like that, it's that type of British humor that made it well work very, very well. Yeah, no, I, I can definitely see that. You know, um, I mean, it, it's, yeah, it, it's when I'm thinking of the horror movie, the two horror movies I'm working on that I want to do, one is going to be try to be, you know, kind of original idea. The other one is going to be pure schlock. And I want it as cheesy as possible. I want to know in it full well what I'm doing. And it may up in something like this list. <laughs> Can I be the, oh, the can I be things. the meatball master in your movie? You can. Because I don't want to be the pizza papa because there's already a pizza papa. But I want to be the I want to be the meatball. There's master. only one pe- There's only one pizza papa for me. <laughs> there's only one pizza papa. I want to be the meatball master. All right, and sometimes he gets paid. That's right. Occasionally he gets paid. <laughs> Every once in a while, someone pays for all my meatballs. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Yeah, that works. Um. And so, yeah, the highlight, yeah, definitely those are the highlights. Low points is the CG. I agree. It's a slasher is about the body. It's to show off your special effects. Quite honestly, 
the effects used on this look no different than Samuel L. Jackson getting eaten by a shark. <laughs> it looks exactly the same. Yeah, I mean, I was... 24 again, years, 20, 23 years later. But yeah, this is this movie came out this year. Right. It came out this year, and it looks like uh, somebody built it as a class project in, like, 1995. Yes. Like, that's how bad it looks. Yes. But the tree costume, amazing. Yeah, it was hilarious, <laughs> and it was good. It was well done. Yeah. But like, whenever he was, like, you know sending out his his christmas lights to like strangle people it was very obviously just tied to like a fishing line oh yeah dragged across the ground i mean it was like they had the they had his christmas lights open up a door at one point yep and like you could tell they just had the christmas lights on the door they just yanked it down to open the door and then they just played it in reverse (laughs) it was it was hilarious okay you could still see the knot tied in the christmas lights where it was around the 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 handle Okay, so let me ask you this. Yeah. Would this have been a perfect Into the Dark episode for Christmas? Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, it definitely would have. It's no different than, than Puka. Correct. That's <laughs> right? correct. Yes, very, very correct. So maybe, maybe, I have to research, maybe this was made for Into the Dark since it got canceled last year. This would have been like the vehicle for this movie. Uh, yeah, it's very true. That's possible. I was I like, it. I was, I was trying to look up information on it. I could not find a lot of it. The only thing I could well, really find was that it has two names to where sometimes it's the killing tree and sometimes it's demonic Christmas tree. Okay. It's probably different because the killing tree is a band. Okay. By Tim uh, McGrath from uh, Rise Against. That was his punk band in Chicago. In late nineties, early two thousands was the killing tree or, TKT. Like, I don't even think there's a Wikipedia page for this movie yet. No, there's not. I couldn't find one. I was looking because I was trying to figure yeah. out if it was UK or Australia. I was like, I was just looking up. I couldn't find it. Like I said, the only thing I really found was that, I mean, the, the cast and everything is up on IMDb, but there's no information yeah. about the movie. Um, but yeah, it basically shows that it has two names. There's like the killing tree and then demonic Christmas, demonic Christmas tree. And that's it. Yeah. That was really the only information I was able to find. Out. Correct. But for what it was, and for like, for a, we watch a lot of crap movies. We watch a lot of shit movies. For a shit movie, or what we would consider a shit movie in 2022, we've seen some really bad ones, and this has to be one of the best among them. <laughs> well, probably as sad as that is, but yeah, it's better than Keepers Creepers by far. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> very true. Like this, this, this took the thought process was great. Like I said, it it shouldn't be any longer. It, I don't think it should be anything more than what it is. Yeah. Uh, again, I was just uh, I was just very surprised at how much they were able to fit into a seventy minute. Oh yes, movie. But like, and, and it didn't. I mean, it didn't feel like it was unnecessarily long or short. It felt like it was at a good length. It, it was the right amount. Yeah, but it, it was just yeah, it was just amazing how much extra stuff I felt like they stuffed in there. It's, yeah, it's cool. All right, so is this on your naughty or nice list? Uh, I don't know. That CGI is kind of painful. Okay, would you rewatch it though? 
would I rewatch it to show someone else? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess it would like, would I do it with any of these other ones? Maybe not. Maybe ginger dead man, but Jack Frost. No, I would not. I would not do that to another person. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, so then what, how many, I mean, I'm, I'm playing my nice list. I think this is something that I need to show the wife that she needs to watch it too. Cause it's, it's absurdly British humor. Yeah. Yeah. And I like British humor a lot. <laughs> uh, all right. So how many snowballs out of 10 would you give this? Uh, I will give it, uh, I'll get 5.5 snowballs out of 10. 5.5. So this is your highest raised one. Yep. Um, seven. <laughs> it it, it uh, like of the four of these just in, in the line of these these four i probably enjoy it, even though i really like jack frost just for its cheesy and campiness this is something i could probably watch every year realistically uh again if it was on in the background <laughs> sure <laughs> it's not something you want to sit and focus on every year you have to go, oh shit, it's a killing tree. You gotta stop whatever you're doing and watch it. No, no. Oh, okay. But like if they cut that CGI crap out, it would I think it would be a better movie. I think I would give it a higher score if they just cut it out. If it was just <laughs> a ridiculous dude running around with a tree suit on, it would have been much better. Oh yeah. I mean he looked like he could have been a villain in Doctor Who right. for the Christmas definitely, episode. Definitely. And that's it fits in like I said, it fits into that British humor perfectly. I agree. All right. So, any any other final thoughts on our inanimate object come to life? Mm, I'm I'm glad it's over. You're glad but it's but over. I'm also glad I watched it in the order I did. Because <laughs> if I would have oh, watched yeah. it in the reverse order, I probably <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know how I probably would have like had to put myself in hibernation to like try to forget about it or something. <laughs> I don't know. That's fair. That's fair. Like I said, the only one of these I had watched. I watched both Jack Frost, but um, yeah, I think we were watching a lot of new movies for for this month, which is good. Yes. All right, why don't you go ahead and take us home? All right, stay tuned for the next episode as we continue our 13 Slays of Christmas, where we'll be discussing the three Black Christmas movies just in time for Christmas. Yes, we're, we, we care about you guys so much. We want to have you this Christmas podcast out. Yeah. So listen on Christmas Day. Right. Yeah. Because this one, we will have another Christmas themed one, but it won't be coming out until after Christmas. So this will be the last one before Christmas, but there will be another Christmas themed one after Christmas. Yep. So until then, this is Graveyard saying, Have you checked on the children? That's the Salem saying, Long live the new (laughs) Christmas.